Blog Talk Radio. And I just don't give a damn. This is what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. My doja kosher game over, soldier, I'm coolin' Be on the sofa Niggas is posers and I'm the sculpture Don't mean it, it's soldier, but fuck the vultures I feel the middleness and proper dosage We'll do it right! That is, of course, unless you aren't This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast It is Wednesday, May 17th, 2017 I am your host, Travis Bryant And, um... Uh, yeah, joining me as uh, as usual is uh, my main man, everybody's main man, Cameron Hawkins. Let's go ahead and click that button. Cam, what's happening? Oh, how's it going, man? Doing all right. Uh, how are things on your end? Oh, just fine. Things are just fine. Uh, it was supposed to rain all day, and the sun came out, and it's damn near 90 degrees outside, but that's, that's what you signed up for. That is uh, that is true. It was it was a gloomy few days, but we never we never got uh, never got the rain that they uh, that they uh, said was coming. But uh, but yeah, we've got well not a not a slow week, but certainly not a uh, you know with backlash coming up that that kind of assured you know we got something to talk about. But it's not like a gangbusters super high volume of. Uh, Big heavy topics, or or even just topics. Period. Bit of yeah. a bit of bit of a spring lull, maybe. You know that post WrestleMania lull that happens. Yeah. There are interesting things going on. Um, we started to talk about kind of a maybe a change in the way business is done um, over the last couple of weeks. And I think we're, we're really seeing that right now. With um, I mean, really due to. Probably due to injury, partly um, due to you know who's positioned where on the card, um, mostly. But yeah, there are some uh, because things are a bit different. Um, they don't stand out as huge talking points, but I definitely think we have some some interesting things to discuss as far as you know what those changes in situations have led to. So yeah, I think uh, got some good discussion lined up for you guys today. Definitely a. Uh, a point that I hit last week um, about Braun Strowman's elbow. You know, now you get the definitive six months. You know, went had surgery. I just don't understand uh, the thinking like, well, he's already got a surgery. You know, he's already scheduled for surgery, so, you know, hit him with the you know, bash yeah, we'll, him with we'll the slap thing. it a little bit. Yeah, put him, put him in a match. Have, him, have people attack the elbow specifically. You know. That's how this works. I, I, like if you're Braun, I mean, like why do, you, why are you okay with that? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so uh, definitely some discussion there, and how are they gonna, you know, where are they gonna go as far as fuse wise, you know, with him, you know, their top heel, you know, hurt, you know, and out for half a yep. year. Jinder's trying. I'm watching this uh, match with him and AJ. 
but like being, I like, mean, we, <laughs> you know, being in there with a world class wrestler, I guess it's it's it'll expose you a little bit, but. Mm-hmm. No, I think, and I'm going to, um, it, it was one of the talking points I had for today, but, like, I'm very curious in a in a Randy Orton-Jinder Mahal match, who creates the movement? And I even said that on Twitter last night because, you know, he got Sami Zayn two weeks ago, I want to say, and he got AJ this week. So he's in there against the guys who make everybody look really, really good. And Randy Orton is certainly not a slouch in the ring, and Randy Orton certainly doesn't do anything interesting or groundbreaking or I had to rewind to look at that again in the ring. So and it's going to be interesting what they do to make that match, that one-on-one match that they're going to have, something that you feel like is a big deal, is a main event. Because, you know, based on what they present week after week, I don't know who's going to be responsible for that. Yeah. Is this one of those matches that just... So it either makes like Randy Orton like step up and because because he can't he's going to have to carry Jinder Mahal like in a yeah, in a major way. To be the guy. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that if you're just you know in a rest hole for twenty five percent of the match. Headlock. Pay me. Look at my paycheck. Look at my title reigns. Headlock. Oh yeah, what a, we definitely what a have dickhead! What a, that to talk what a about. fucking dickhead! Like I, but okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, this call is on consultation. Give us a call at three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Once again, that's three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Can't. If you can't call us, you can always uh, shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open, constantly being refreshed. Uh, send us an email, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, we need some emails. We ain't got no emails. Shoot us a damn email. You can find us on Twitter. You can find the show at East Coast Cast. Twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Let's see what's going on on uh... I mean, I thought the most interesting thing is the person who insinuated that, um, you know, by being a Finn Balor fan, you want to have sex with him. Because why else would you be a fan? Yeah, no, that, that happened. Um, somebody was responding to the poll and said, the only way you're a fan of Finn Balor is um, is if you want to fuck him. Because he's, he's not an interesting personality and he looks like a high school baseball player. To which my response was, that's the worst no take. Personality. That, that might be the worst take I've ever heard. And then it was like, well, prove me wrong. And I'm like, I, no, I'll, I'll just never talk what? to you again. Because, like, how do you even – I feel like me not fucking Finn Balor, Finn Balor probably proves that, but I don't know how. Like, I don't understand exactly what it is you – like, I know what you want. 
but I, I'm not going to give it to you. So, yeah. What the fuck? Like, everybody? Like, if you just... I mean, that's just... I mean, besides it being, like, just stupid, it's just, like... Like, that's just way too broad of a... Plain and, plain and simple. <laughs> like, no, it's anything but. <laughs> it certainly ain't plain. And it definitely ain't a fucking simple... That's, that's just... Yeah, it's simple, for sure. Um... Yeah, we're just we're just out here saying whatever now because we're wrestling fans and that's what we do. We can't much. I mean, you're you're breaking up just a bit. You sound fine on my end, so uh, hopefully it's just a little passing. Okay. Um, All right, so, yeah, hit us up on on Twitter again, at East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter, at TravLord. You can hit Cam up on Twitter, at Seahawk, C-E-E, Hawk. Uh, Willis on Twitter. Tell that homophobic person to fuck off. That's That's dumb as shit. Or that is dumb ass shit. It is. It's either way. It's dumb as shit or it's dumb ass shit. Word up. Word up. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. All right, enough of that. Um, so, yeah, Twitter. Oh, and the last bastion of Get At It, you can find, uh, you can find the show on Facebook, Facebook fan page. Uh, Facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Uh, find us. Share the uh, page, like the page, share the page on your on your timeline, tag your wrestling buddies in it. You know how that works. Um, new likes. Anybody? Anybody? No. So anyway, yeah. So go like the page and you know do do all those things that I said. Uh, so so yeah, Cam. Uh, poll this week and and headline. Oh yeah. Before, um, before we get into the poll, um, just want to thank everybody over the last week who's made a purchase at the uh, at the South Congress store. Whether you purchased a uh, one of our fan by fan designs, or the Fight Trav Fight shirt, the Fight Trav Fight sticker. You got stickers. Um, I just want to thank everybody who's uh, who's made a purchase so far. Our man Jared today copped in, uh the Emerald City fan by fan tee, which I think is going to be like really cool. That green's going to pop on there. Somebody who I still don't know who it is bought a um, bought a Constellation Club tank top and a sticker, and like it wasn't as far as I know. It wasn't somebody in the constellation, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I want to thank everybody Wouldn't for making a purchase so far. We have a constellations <laughs> club logo of some sort. We do. That's what, I mean the the shirt you wore yesterday or Sunday or wherever. Like oh, the, uh, oh 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 okay course. yeah totally mm-hmm. nice. Somebody copped that in the tank and copped a sticker, so that's really cool. So yeah, just uh, t public t e e p u b l i c dot com. 
and just uh, search Seahawks, C-E-E-H-A-W-K. And you can see all our different uh, designs for uh, T-shirts, V-necks, hoodies, baseball shirts. Um, and Chuck said he's getting the baseball shirts because he's, he's had one before and he really likes the fit, so that's cool. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys. And I'm, I'm working up in my head um, our next uh, Teespring design. I have some pretty cool ideas for that, so probably do that. Once um, I think orders should be going out to you guys that bought the Tee Public design uh, or the Tee Spring design. I think those orders should be out, if not today, um, by the beginning of next week. So you'll have those in time to wear at the Memorial Day barbecue. Um, so yeah, again, thanks everybody for supporting us on the uh, on the merchandise side. It's really appreciated. Um, so the poll and picks uh, are appreciated. Pretty straightforward. Yes, we, we do want pictures of, of when you guys get this stuff, when you start rocking it. Try to um, see your baby in that onesie. Yeah. No, the poll is really straightforward. Um, I thought the most interesting thing to me that happened this week was that um, basically we had five top contenders to Brock Lesnar's title, and the way we we're going to sort that out is have a, uh, a fatal five-way match at Extreme Rules. Um, I think in the... Uh, you know, the way the ecosystem exists right now, like you can definitely put uh, a Miz or a Dean Ambrose in that mix too, but I understand seven being enough. So um, here we have uh, Bray Wyatt, Finn Balor, Roman Reigns, uh, Samoa Joe, and Seth Rollins as the uh, kind of five top contenders. And one of them is going to uh, get the right to face Brock Lesnar by beating the other four in fatal five-way match Extreme Rules. And the poll is straightforward. Like, who do you want to see face Brock Lesnar? Um, and, of course, Twitter only allows for four slots. So I chose the option like for Reigns. Um, and he got, you know, I think 14, 15 votes off a of like. I didn't yeah. think it was I had to go, go take a like back because I uh, didn't really no, like yeah, when I read it, like, again later. I was like, oh, no, I didn't mean that. Nah, you meant it. Um, so <laughs> for who you wanted. Like, somebody quoted his tweet, it was like, rains all day. I'm like, but just hit the button. But no, like, I'm not mad at you for quoting, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, um, with, um, so, I mean, it, it's interesting. If he got, let's say he got 15 votes, what is that? Um, 15 out of 400, that's like 5%, almost 4%, 5%. So, it still would have been last, I think. Um, but Seth Rollins got 9%, Bray Wyatt 11 Finn Balor, 29%, and overwhelmingly, Samoa Joe got 51%. Right. And he's okay, who personally, I... That's about how I saw it breaking down. Um, yeah. And somebody presented the um, like a really good reason. I messed with this guy on Twitter because he was like the Destroyers uh, solidly in first place. I told him I read it in Skeletor's voice because nobody talks like that. The Destroyer is solidly in first place. Yeah, that's how I read it. But, um, yeah, I think like fuck out of here, Nark. Yeah, right. But so like, WWE Shield like showing up on Twitter. Yeah, right. The Destroyer is solidly in first place. Uh, at the at Castle Grayskull, the Caucasus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think it makes sense for a number of reasons. Um, probably the biggest reason being. Joe's style of, of wrestling and fighting, and you think about hard-hitting battles he had in ROH and the stuff he did in TNA with Angle and uh, 
and AJ Styles. And then you look at uh, the stuff he did in NXT with uh, Nakamura and with Balor. Like, when you think about a physical knockdown dragout match that you haven't seen before, um, Joe would probably be the answer. And I think that's also why Balor came in second, because it's a fresh matchup. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't vote. Like, typically I'll vote from a secret account or from a very public secret account. But um, I didn't really vote, um, but it would have been Joe or Balor like, as far as what I wanted to see. And I think um, like just Joe's physicality lends itself to a, stylistically a good matchup with Lesnar. So, so yeah, Joe, yeah. Joe won I've by been most of the votes. For a long time. I've been mm-hmm. on this show advocating <laughs> that, you know, we get a we get a Brock Joe match. Uh, that's yeah. I, I hope we get that. I'm 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 rooting for Joe, but it's it's either going to be Rollins or Balor. Um, and apparently, from what like Meltzer and certain people are talking about, it's going to be Finn Balor. Like I can't believe they're going there. But let's you know let's let's. See how that plays out. And the, the only thing, yeah, the only thing you hope, I mean, not the only thing, but ideally, if if they're going that route, and you um you always think in terms of guys not getting injured, like let's say Brock runs through Balor, right? Balor's throwing everything he can at him. He's not doing anything. Brock runs through it, and Balor mm-hmm. fights his way, you know, all the way through the year to the Royal Rumble, wins the Rumble, gets to face Brock at WrestleMania, and beats Brock. Like, of course, I'm already thinking, like, Balor's going to lose to Brock. But I'm like, you know, I I know where I think he stands. I know the potential I think that he has. And I'm just like, you can really, like, if he's going to face him early, I also hope that means he faces him late. Um, because I think there's there's an interesting story to tell there about guys of different sizes and you got your Be A Star campaign and, you know, anybody can be – can be beat, and I, there's just so many ways to play that. My fear is if they go Balor this early and then the guy in charge loses interest, then what do we have? Other than Balor got to wrestle Lesnar and lost. So, yeah. Um, right, I'll, I'll question be, the dedication. I'm whatever I'm doing to uh, watch it. Yeah. Like, I just, you know, Balor winning the Rumble. I mean, that would be a hell of a story to tell because – if Balor was to lose to Lesnar, you know, say Great Balls or something, and not lose again for the rest of the year, you know, until it was, you know, and make a big deal out of it. We haven't, Finn Balor hasn't, you know, it's December. Finn Balor hasn't lost a match since he lost to Brock Lesnar at Great Balls of Fire, however many months yep. ago. And. And that's yo. uh Yeah. Yo, our uh yo, our man Craig got his shirt today, yo. Got his fight trail fight shirt. Whoa. I mean, it looks like a good uh, Is yeah. it a gray one? Or is that just maybe the flash yeah. or something? The design is very vivid. It doesn't look like it was just like saintly put on the shirt. Yeah. And it like okay. takes up a, a majority. See, like on the onesie, like in the in the in the little preview they yeah. have. I was like, I wish the date. I wish it was a little 
the logo was a little bigger, like took up more of the front, like more of the baby's stomach and, and chest. Uh, so maybe it's because it's just a preview. It's just a little computer version. But sweet. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, we're going to need you to put that on, Craig. we got to see what that looks like. Yeah, but pardon my enthusiasm. I apologize. I'm uh, just tweeting stuff. As you should. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I also would never problem with, like, with Rollins getting a shot because, one, Rollins is really, really, really good in the ring. Two, like, Rollins is probably, you know, John Cena has a whole lot of matches, and Brock Lesnar has a whole lot of matches. Um, you might be able to say one of their top ten matches was that three-way, three-way match where Rollins was doing the hard work. All due respect to those yeah. guys, but Rollins is kicking yeah. ass in it. Um, like, so you know he can go in there with Brock and create a whole bunch of movement and, and really make that match special. Absolutely. I uh I just assume they're going they're gonna I just I, I just I, because of the reporting and I, okay, did you think what what did you think was gonna happen uh on Raw in between Balor and Reigns? Did you think Balor had a chance to win that match? No. And I think um no. immediately like there was you know, there was outrage that he beat him clean, but I'm like, Roman Reigns is still that man, and Who right now it doesn't matter. Huh? Who was Roman supposed to cheat? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that's how it, it And Bray was going to come out for one of those matches, so you know, I, don't, like, I don't think that hurts Balor because, again, my thing is Balor came out, you know, second – uh, our first night on Raw, our second week on Raw, and beat Roman Reigns clean. So, like, I don't have a problem with, you know, in the land of 50-50 booking, like, it kind of works like this. So it didn't bother me none. Like, that, that's how it happens. But, like, Balor still has a number one contenders match coming up, regardless of him losing the Reigns or not. Like, it doesn't affect his standing. Yeah, I wish they would have hit that more. That Balor has a win over over Reigns, and I just think mm-hmm. that was the time to 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 make another statement or continue the statement and have Reigns go or have Balor go over. I mean, oh, Reigns is all hurt. Yeah, and that's, I mean, which his face is like, gone for six mm-hmm. months. You know, yeah. you get yeah. Yeah, thought that was that was the time to just keep it keep it going. Yeah. So I didn't expect him to win, but I was certainly uh, hoping Finn would. But and I'd rather he lose clean. You know, I mean, can't complain about wonky finishers and then be mad when you know you get a clean finish. Yeah. 
right, so uh, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, <clears throat> see who we got here. Let's uh, start things off in North Jersey. Talk to Kylan. Uh, Kylan, what's going wow. on, man? Not much, Travis. How are you and Sam doing this week? Doing all right. I'm uh, doing good, man. Hey, real quick, yo, Kylan called and was mad disrespectful to my man Sammy Zane and said, is Sammy Zane destined to be on the same level as Barry Horowitz? And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not. What kind of shit is that, Kylan? Barry Horowitz? That's not cool. Like, Barry Horowitz. How many wins did Barry Horowitz get? Did Barry Horowitz have? Well, he might have had a T-shirt, but I mean, come on. <laughs> it's just some uh, some things you just don't you just don't. Do. I think I think by by the by the end he has some level of mer- merchandise, but that that wasn't until yeah, it's like ironic merchandise. Probably the the end of ninety five into early ninety six. <laughs> right. So what's on your mind this week? Uh, yeah. let's see. I've done a, a little bit of research on the Sinclair purchase after. Our talk last week, guys, and I don't think Ring of Honor will be going to WGN as you said you thought might happen, Travis, because the CEO of Sinclair has come out and said that he plans to shut WGN America down and rebranded into a rerun channel because they're losing so much money on original programming. Um, isn't WGN and WGN America different? Kinda, but not right. Like there's BBC and there's BBC America that they have over that you know. It's just slightly different programming. But WG in America is the national feed of most of the stuff that's already on WGN. Okay. Yeah, they've got that show, um, that original show that the only original show I know of is the one about the uh, slave rebellion. <laughs> and the only reason I remember is because Staff, he was my man. Staff was like, uh, he watched it after the first two episodes. He's like, I don't know about this show. I think it's just going to be more, you know, kumbaya bullshit. But <laughs> in the third episode, he's like, oh, they killing white people. I'm, it's lit. Like, you can't have a slave rebellion show and you're not cutting off fucking uh, uh, slave masters' uh, heads and shit. Like, 
that yes. Thing. Very so yeah, yeah. So when he says we're we're losing money off the original programming, I'm thinking, and I already know that the the political leanings of uh, you know Sinclair heads. It's like, mm-hmm, sure you are. Get that goddamn show off the air. <laughs> that's what that's about. <laughs> or in some part, I bet. So, all right. Well, that's uh, something to consider for sure. Yep. Okay, so. Man, t-shirt. I have two very, well, I consider them minor questions, but we'll we'll see what you guys think. Uh, question number one, which event out of this weekend are you most excited for and why? The... The UK, the UK special that JR and Nigel McGuinness will be calling Take Over Chicago or Backlash? Probably. Probably Take Over. Just because. Just I mean, a Tommy Rude. And and the and the tag team ladder match, I think uh, alone. But I think we're also getting the, the triple threat women's match, and uh, I don't know. Is Aleister Black or somebody else going to be on the? We've got three title matches. And, yeah. Uh, they usually have like two gonna... other matches. Grudge match and uh, something, you know. Sanity's not doing anything. Yeah, I mean, who's shooting? Alistair Black's just beating guys. Beating guys. He hasn't gotten into a program yet. Uh, um, I'm gonna say. I mean, the one I'm I want to see most is um, NXT uh, Takeover, but I'm gonna be. I'll be in San Antonio, so I'm sure I'll be somewhere in a bottle of liquor um, and won't get to watch you because I'll be, like, with friends. So I guess by default I have to say backlash because I know I'll get to watch that in its entirety while it's going. Um, But, I I mean, NXT consistently puts on a very good, tight, uh, hard-hitting, fun-to-watch show. So I do think that's going to be the best show out. But, um, yeah, I mean, and I the U.K. special – it being a Friday night, like I just don't know how much attention I can pay to it. Um, but Fri- the first one is- Friday afternoon, actually, because oh, yeah. the three, three Eastern. Oh yeah, that ain't happening, dog. Um, <laughs> but it'll probably be it'll probably be good. It's, you know? um, it's, it's eight good. o'clock for them. Oh, okay, so it'd be an easy time over there. Um. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure that show will be good, and I, I appreciated the first one. If, if for no other reason, I don't watch that style of wrestling, but it was good. It really was. So but yeah, I think I mean I'm, I'm interested to see how Dolph flies around for Nakamura, because um, you know he'll do a good job of that. Um, 
And and there's I'm curious about the gender Orton match, even though I'm not like super into it. Of course, like it's weird that we're just forgetting that we're getting a uh, a KO AJ Styles match. Like that's happening, and you know that's gonna be damn good. So, um, yeah, I, I think the um, still like backlash is the one I have to say because that's the one I know I get to see as it's going on. Anything else for us, Kyle? Uh, my second question is what what names that are not currently in WWE would you like to see in the women's tournament in July? Well, I'm not exactly up on all the, you know, uh, top women wrestlers. Um, like, yeah, I'm like cheerleader Melissa. Cheerleader Melissa is always the one I want to see. Um, you just think Melissa the Flash in TNA? Yeah, just always been a big fan, so I always want to see her. Um I feel like there's some names that have come across recently that I found really interesting. Um, I can't think of them off the top of my head, but like some some uh, woman wrestling on Twitter um, who just like I caught some of her highlights. She was pretty good. Um, I, I mean, I'm a I like uh, Taya from uh, from Lucha Underground. Like tossing her, tossing Sexy Star, Evelise, all all those those wrestlers. Um, what about yeah. the Trinidad? Yeah. Yeah. Who's, who's very athletic. Um, yeah. All those that five names, all, all good stuff that I'd, I'd like to see. I'll say <clears throat> Thea Trinidad. I'll co-sign the, Alyssa Flag, or the cheerleader Melissa one. Um... um I just had another one. Um, Thea, Melissa. Uh, oh, oh, and Eva Lee's. Like, okay, I know she's out yeah. there doing stuff. So, other than that, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm admittedly limited on who I'd be able to toss out there. There's like a good powerhouse woman out there, you know. That's what I was thinking about. I couldn't think of a name, um, but somebody I'd seen from uh, somebody I'd seen from uh, she's she's on the Indies. I can't think of the name now. Yeah. What about somebody that might return, like a? Uh... That's not around, like a that's been there before, like a I mean not her, but like a Melina or somebody, you know, or Layla or I, I really like again, not like necessarily like those her. two, but like Kelly Kelly come Jeff back with her like revitalized I'm a, I'm an actual wrestler now gimmick. Nah, keep her dog. Is like she doing that? Oh, that, that that would make sense since she allegedly signed the two or three year contract and she was supposed to show up Mania weekend and she didn't. Who? Kelly Kelly. 
for coming back would indeed be But I'd like to see, like, a Beth Phoenix wrestle these more athletic, more hard-hit uh, wrestlers nowadays and see how that goes. And that's something I would Now, look at Tamina in them, uh, them pants. In them, in them street clothes because she can't wrestle? Yo, I was listening to, uh, to Wade and Greg, and, like, Wade was talking about how Tamina is still is so green. I'm like, yo, it's been, like, five years. Just how she is. Why is she yeah. Green, right? <laughs> Man, it's worse for no she more. She ain't getting no better. Good. She, yeah, she literally, I mean? she almost literally has, like, two lefty. If they were like, oh, yeah, like, she has a yeah. condition where, because she's super knock-kneed. And it's just physical. It's just like how her body's made. Knock knee. She's tall. She seems like she was so one of those girls that was tall by the time she was, you know, ten, eleven, twelve, taller than all the boys. And so she walked hunched over, and she doesn't have great posture. I mean, not to be all critiquing her, but it's like a reason. Like she hasn't caught on. Like she's clumsy and so like un- the opposite of graceful. You and know, I mean, she, and the rough thing as a performer, like you come in with your cousins who are just super athletic and right. charismatic, and yeah, right. it, it makes you are void of all of that. Yeah. yeah. Like early, she could get away with it because she used the gimmick. She was Tamina Snooker. She was coming off the top rope. She had a like a you know sort of snooker, uh, superfly Snooker. Look to her with like her colors and her, you know, how her hair was. But again, once you see her a handful of times in the ring, and especially after through three, four, five, damn near a decade, you know, you're like, oh yeah, no, she's not getting any better. Mm, this is where we at. This is where we live. I asked when she first came back, and I think I did one of them Wednesday shows. I asked Wade, like, what, what, perp- what, what is she here for? Like, why is she around? Like, why does she have a job? Not to be a scumbag and, like, be, you know, but shit. I asked that about a damn surgeon who was, like, you know, nicking veins and, yeah. <laughs> you know, didn't know how to stitch people up. I'd be like, well, why does he have a job? Don't get a, you know, don't get a suit. <laughs> all, all, all fair and all So, yeah. All right. Uh, some good topics, Kylan. I appreciate you as always. Uh, thanks for the call. Um, camp. So we, I, Mexican shorty comes over, right? And, you know, she know I got this 5.30 deadline, you know, like, yo, show starts at 5.30, fam. You know, you know what it is. So we just sitting here chilling, busting it up, watching Viceland, just... You know, making out a little bit. Just ain't nothing jumping. So it's 5.15, you know, 5.20. She's, like, leaving. And so I, as she's walking to the door, I, you know, come up behind her and just, you know, grab her from behind and shit. You know, I got the, you know, three-quarter chub going and shit. <laughs> and then I start kissing her neck. Then she go, do you really have to do your show? <laughs> what the fuck? Where was- We've been sitting here for like the last how long? <laughs> you have to do your show. Oh, yes, I almost wanted to kick her in the ass. Like get out of my apartment, man. Damn, that, that would have changed. 
She was like, well, do you have oh, to yeah. talk so much? I was like, that's kind of all I do. <laughs> channel. WG in America is just WGN without the local stuff. So, um, All right, let's uh, go to somebody else. Let's go to D.C. I think that's Willis. Willis, is that wow. you? Yeah, what's going on, fellas? Man, what's what is the deal? I'm all right. I can't complain. Kind of pissed that raw about one thing and one thing only. How the fuck a one-armed man is supposed to beat a healthy two-armed, two-legged man in the ring? I don't understand the logic in that. <laughs> yeah. Why am I not surprised? I mean, when you said you were mad about something, well, never in my wildest dreams that I assumed it was something Roman Reigns did. No, it's not. It's not Roman Reigns' damn fault. That's fucking being stupid. This is true. This, this is definitely true. Even even if um Finn do beat in the um flyway joint, it's gonna be like. What's the point of him even fighting Brock Lesnar? If he could barely beat somebody with a a messed up shoulder, how how's he gonna beat so, damn suplex city? Well on the flip side, if he beats yeah, four that's, men, that's uh, part of it. WWE give him some clout. Say that again, it kinda, by, by WWE logic. If he beats four men um, in a in a match that he had a negative twenty five percent chance to win, um, that would mean that he could beat uh, beat just about anybody. Uh, I, I, it just it just irritated it just irritated me. It would have it would have told a very better story if Finn had won the match because Roman wasn't at one hundred percent. Oh. Yeah, they, and it does what I was talking about last week. Like, just keep the guy. Like, you can't have. Him. How can he go into a match with Lesnar and everybody already, you know, assume Lesnar going to toss him around? But if he's lost, he got a lot a loss over a pinfall loss to the Miz, and uh, yeah. and and then he got a pinfall loss to Roman Reigns in the same month, like. Nobody care about Finn Balor versus Brock then. Oh, this is oh I don't know I just uh, as a old, like CM Punk said, make Roman look strong. That's a job. That's a job. Mm mm mm. but you see, y'all seen the picture floating around of Triple H? 
What's he doing there? It's a picture floating around Triple H after um when Finn Balor was giving his speech when he had to um give up the Universal Title. He was crying in the back. Hmm. Wait, who? Triple H? Yep. Oh shit. Because Triple H really pushed hard to put the title on on Finn. And that's what I was going to ask you next. Like, like, was that his idea? Because, and not to not to ever suggest Triple H isn't a compassionate person. Because I think if we've seen anything, the things that he cares about, he really cares about. But you do wonder how much of that was this sucks for Finn, and how much of that was, you know, this is the thing that I actually got by. Um, you know, I got a guy that I selected him as a top guy, and it didn't work out. So I'm sure it was, you know, a combination of different emotions. But, I mean, if if you're – like, Triple H, if nothing else, especially when Triple H isn't the guy in the main event, he seems to genuinely be a fan of wrestlers of different shapes and sizes. Like, as time goes on, I, I think I realize more that, like, Triple H's criticisms of a guy like Rob Van Dam or a guy like Kurt Angle or even a guy like Booker T – weren't necessarily about those people. They were about Triple H staying as the top guy. So, like, I genuinely believe he looks at these wrestlers who aren't 6'5", 275, but are still very effective and good and responsible. Like, I think he does look at them as, like, his kids and nieces and nephews. So, like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure this didn't really bother him, which, I mean, if anything, bodes really well for Finn Balor. Yeah. But another thing, I feel like I feel like it's a power struggle in the back. I think um, Vince is pushing hard for Roman, 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 and Triple H is pushing hard for everybody else but him. Because you can tell by the way he carried himself during Royal Rumble last year when when they had the thing with him and, and Reigns being the last two. And also during the match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Triple H had to look like, I know I shouldn't be in this match. Why am I in this match? I'm just doing this because Daddy Vince want me to get this guy over. I think Triple H knows this shit ain't working. He's just buying his damn time. Yeah, but when you know, when's the time? I mean, if Vince, I mean, not to be a scumbag and be morbid and shit, but if Vince lives ten or twelve more years, I mean, you know, you hope a guy does. You don't want people to die, but you know, if he's still in charge, I should say, let's just put it that way. Whether he's alive or dead, because that's a little, you know, weird to talk about, but. If he's in charge in another 10 or 12 years, like, are we going to be sitting here, you know, you know, me staring down 50? And, you know, Willis, you you know, you already, you know, into your 50s. (laughs) You know, talking about, oh, well, you know, Triple H, he's going to get his chance soon. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about Vince dying or anything like that. 
no, no, no. I know I am. I'm just saying, you know, you're talking about a power struggle or whatever. Like, well, ultimately, there's still one guy in charge. If that one guy is still completely and totally in charge in 10 or 12 years, like, what is, like, what, what, the only thing that's going to take, um, things to change is when people just going to be like, man, we know what they're doing. We getting sick of this. When the ratings start staying under a a, a 2.0 and then people start showing up for, um, house shows and Roman Reigns, um, being a headliner, that's the only way that that the change, the shift, the change will be. That's the only way. Yeah, things aren't changing until people change the way they view it, and like people don't actually, people being the mass, the masses don't hate Roman Reigns. They're not so into him that it makes you forget about the people who don't like him. But you know, he's okay. In, in the position he's in. Yeah, so I don't know what's going to go on about that, but I, I, I'm i looking forward to um, Backlash just to see the Nakamura match, and I heard the um, interview with Jinder Mahal on um, Y2J's podcast. It was a very interesting um Interview, surprising enough. Because Jinder said yeah, while he was away, yeah, he while he was away, he was he was booking um matches over in India for the Great Kali. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because he um he trained up in up in Canada. Um, Bad News Brown was the one who trained him. Hmm. Him and him and his uh, him and his cousin. Because Jinder was talking about that. I I forgot. I guess he wrestled up in Canada or something like that. Okay, but he's still. um, That's really what I was getting at. Is he still wrestling? And he and he was um he was saying that after he had after they let him go in WWE, he started drinking real bad and stuff and. He just didn't really care, and then one day he just said, "Forget it, I'm tired of this now." And he said he just started working out and taking care of himself. And then two months later, the WWE just happened to call him back because TNA was interested in him. And like the next few days, WWE called him and asked him if he wanted to come back. So he had went down to TNA just to talk to them because uh, just common courtesy, but he knew that he wasn't going to go back. He wasn't going to go to no TNA. But, yeah, it was pretty interesting um, interview because he'd been wrestling for a minute even before he even was in um, FCW. How old is so, he? I'll, is he in his 30s yet? I think he... I think he just he just I think he said he about twenty twenty nine I believe. Because mm. he 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 started I think he said he started wrestling when he was about eighteen nineteen or something like that. Mm. 
Yeah, so it was pretty interesting um, interview. He seemed very down to earth and humble, but he said he hated being in three B and B. Oh, I'm sure. He he said him and, and Drew McIntyre didn't deserve being stuck with something like that because he said them two <laughs> real close. Him and Drew specifically. Hmm? So. Uh, so. That was pretty interesting to see. And I just got finished watching Supergirl, so that was a pretty interesting to see. I ain't finished Flash yet because I was watching SmackDown, of course, but. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Now, you got to check Flash out, man. Flash is something. Yeah, that's what I was hearing. And I'm waiting for Alien Covenant on Friday. I'm still not, like, accepting in my head that that's this weekend. Like, yeah, that's already happening. Well, in two weeks, Wonder Woman come out already, so. Yeah, it does. It's already almost June. Like, shit. I know, right? It's a damn shame. Before we know it, we'll be talking about SummerSlam. Yep. Damn. Uh, So, uh, uh, only other thing that I'm wondering to see since they talking about supposed to be spinning great balls of fire, and then um, you know that Braun Strowman he not actually supposed to be out for six to eight months. They just saying that he's supposed. Yeah, it's all he's supposed to actually be out for um, six to eight weeks. Oh, okay. yeah, six to eight weeks. Yeah. So I'm assuming one after. Brock beat whoever he's supposed to fight at Great Balls. I guess Strowman gonna come out and, and challenge him or beat him up the next the, the night after um Great Balls, so they can set up the um feud for them to in the um SummerSlam. I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, That's if Braun can come back and be back and you know. If it's really six to eight weeks, and even if you were hard hard on that number, uh, you know, two months from now is uh, is July fifteenth. So you got more than enough time for uh, for him to get back and then get into the title picture for for SummerSlam against Lesnar. Right, and you and you know what they say about Brock Lesnar wrestling? It's like fighting a giant pillow. Yeah, yeah. A giant pillow? Yeah, they say it, it looked like it hurt, but it don't really hurt because he really takes care of people in, in the ring. Yeah. I mean, not that he doesn't take, nor that he doesn't take care of people, but that shit hurts. You don't take 16 German suplex in a damn match and it don't hurt. Yeah, so interesting to see everyone be something like Seth Rollins trying to always buckle bomb somebody and breaking up everybody and shit. They always changing his. They always changing his damn moves because he always hurting somebody else with his damn moves. Yep. That and another thing I was laughing about when damn Matt Hardy no so that kick and Sheamus messed up on. 
Well, good for him. <laughs> That's what if you if you have the wherewithal to notice and then not yeah I mean I mean remember when who was it super crazy or one of somebody no sold a, a kick that came up like super short and he stuck his tongue out like hey hey you missed me and then they kicked the shit out of him for real. Um, that's what you do. I mean, I'm sorry. Again, if you have the wherewithal, sometimes it's not selling and making the person that threw the kick look like kind of an idiot is a lot better than selling something that obviously didn't land. Because it just takes you out of it. Like, oh, you know, wrestling. And, And before you let me go, how do I feel about all this stuff for Randy Orton talking shit about everybody as always. Yeah. You know, fuck that guy. That's really what it comes down to. I I, I just look at it. Randy, we all know Randy don't care what the hell he say out of his mouth. Right. He, he don't care what he say out of his mouth and then you could tell when he's not into a program because he's come out with the I don't even know why I'm here. And then you hear about the um, black senator, Al Green, did, did the speech talking about it's time to impeach Trump in the yep. Senate today. Absolutely did see that. And that, that boy ain't lying. Yep. And then you hear Putin is supposed to be letting out the um, supposed to be sending the transcript that he had talked to with Trump over to the, the U.S. government. Putin trolling the shit out of people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I've, I've seen uh, the transcripts. Uh, <laughs> this whole thing is uh, just... Like, like my, my whole takeaway is, man, they're mighty, mighty quiet. You know, that first month, all those executive orders, I had this one particular guy on my Facebook feed, like, every time, no matter how destructive or or counterproductive or whatever the executive order was, you know, executive order, yeah, we're going to allow coal companies to dump coal ash in the fucking rivers. They're celebrating. They're posting on their Facebook about how, you know, another promise kept and blah, 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 and all this. It's just so eerily quiet it's been oh, not just with this. It's been like that for uh, for for months now. Like, where's the uh, excitement? Like, you know, like, and you just think of Clifton or, or Milton with the damn MAGA hat on. Uh, I, I, I was told they would be winning. It's like, yep. <sighs> yeah, his 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 uh, only like it's like. Only the, like, hardcore of the hardcore are, like, bothering to try to make an argument. Everybody else is just, you know, turtle shell. Like, mm-mm, I ain't saying nothing. Like, I literally went to Holmes' uh, Facebook. It was like, maybe I'm just missing it. Maybe he's, you know, still and just, like, ain't shit since, like, February. Like, it's just I, constant, I, like, you know, Trump, 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 and then just. Nothing. I, I, uh, I really silence. got a feel. I really got a feeling that he's trying to get himself in peace because he don't want to get himself thrown in fucking jail. Though I mean, 
the fuck? <laughs> How you gonna have like where are like the super like patriot folks? Like when you keep American media out of the thing and then you let those you know, you let the Russians the top like Russian I mean he's an old fat fuck, but he's like the top Russian spy that's not out there like, you know, shimmying down uh, you know, air ducts and, you know, out in the field in the field. But he's like a fucking top guy. You just let them and all their equipment all in the Oval Office. That bitch all kinds of bugged. They got a new uh they got a new Trump piss tape. One in the in the in the Oval Office now cuz they done bugged him and put probably all kinds of devices and shit in his plants or his uh water cooler and shit. I feel like he got into the embarrassing like moron. So he got. I feel like he got into the damn job. Thought it was gonna be a piece of cake. Now he realized it's only hard as shit. He don't want to admit Most beautiful that piece he, of chocolate cake you've ever seen, uh, Willis. Yeah, he don't want. He don't want to admit that he can't do the job. So he he too much of a bitch to quit. So he gonna find. <laughs> Try like that screaming match, like his eight, like his own people are leaking like a sieve, like the screaming match that him, Bannon, and Kushner had, like behind closed doors, like there is they spill they spilling everything, like nothing happens in the White House that his own like staff and shit <laughs> nope. don't go run into some fucking reporter or blog about. Yep, and, <laughs> and, and the guy that <sighs> Yeah, and the guy they and the guy they got running the FBI right now said he gonna um block whatever whoever Trump tried to put in until they get the investigation done with the um leaks with the Russians. He just came out and said that already. So, this is just this is right, so bro. embarrassing. It's it's thanks for the call. Really we appreciate it. Uh, it's. Yeah, just like global, like yeah, it's some, it's some, you know, embarrassing shit happens all the time. When fucking Obama, you know, drone strikes, when the fucking uh, uh, own army, whoever, CIA, whoever's in charge of these numbers, say that like eighty something percent of the strikes are like are uh, you know innocent people die, and we don't get who we're saying. That's what they're willing to tell you. So imagine what it really is. Like, for every terrorist that they kill, like, 47 innocent people die. Like, that was the stat. I, I could be off, and, uh, uh, you know, but not by much. It's not like I'm missing a decimal or anything, <laughs> you know. Like, it was just this ridiculous number that, like, if they're willing to tell you, like, that's embarrassing, right? Like, we're just killing people all over the fucking world and, you know, in the name of fucking freedom and all. Like, that's embarrassing. But but at least, like, the, it was some kind of confidence behind it. Like, it might have been horrible and warmongering and, you know, whatever. But, like, all right, well, the guy pushing the buttons isn't, like, a drooling idiot. Yeah. And you just get that feeling now. It's like, man, this guy's just stupid. Like, they're laughing at us. I didn't even know until someone talked about it, but apparently one of the top news sites, it wasn't USA Today, like a real reputable one, like, after Merkel and Trump met, like, a month ago, remember when he wouldn't shake her hand? She, they wrote on the, they, their cut, their headline the next day was, the leader of the free world met Donald Trump today. 
Like, oh, my God. Ain't this a... Now, I've never been one to, like, why do we... Why is our president called the leader of the free world? That's that's kind of arrogant and fucking, you know... (laughs) You know, it's just one of those internal things you just deal with as an American. Like, that seems kind of like... We piss a lot of people off by saying that, but okay, you know, at least I'm on the winning side, you know, quote unquote. But that's just a global fucking embarrassment. It sucks. It's not great. Anyway, not thanks great. for the topic, Willis. <laughs> um, what's up with your man? Uh, uh. Uh, LeVar Bell, man So I didn't watch all of that clip Of him with his back turned to the lady Nor did I find out the context Of what he was to like What did she say before I assume you have by this point he, Yeah, she, he took, she took some liberties at him She made some jokes about him And his parenting specifically Which I'm sure he really okay. takes a heart like, however, he still, this is the thing. You say when that happens to you. Like, this is, this goes to show, like, people like him because he doesn't have media training, but him not having media training is why that went the way it did, you know? Um, he just, I mean, she did take some shots that I would take personally as well, but he's still a fucking dickhead for how he treated her. And right. like she absolutely also super tried douchey, to date him right? by saying, how do you feel about women and this and that? And it was like, nah, like, that's not what he was saying. But he, I, yeah, no, I didn't get a, a second. He was yeah, I didn't get that vibe. And she was an asshole for what like she Like, that could have easily him. been, uh, um, who's the who's the guy that comes on that has his dad on the show? Uh, Poppy. That could have easily been Dan Levitard or 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 a t- that type. I'm not even sure if that's a good a, a comparison, but it just could have easily been a man, and I could see him doing like, nope, you said this bad thing. You tweet, you know, he seems like the Donald Trump of basketball dads. <laughs> you know, like maybe that's kind of insulting, but it just like you just said, he has no media training. He just says that's why people and that's why people like him. It just seems like. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, if that was my dad, it would just be like, why are you putting all this pressure on me? You know, like, people aren't going to like me because of you. Like, would you just shut up? That kind of thing. But, yeah. <laughs> like, people going to say stuff about you. Like, you got a big, you know, big mouth and all that. Like, what do you expect? And now, oh, so, like, a part, a part of this, a part of me really likes like what's happening and, and and the things he says and does because it's now like an entire generation of upcoming superstar basketball players specifically see the model that, that he just, the template that he just laid out. And yeah. that's why, because did you hear what Nike said about him? Like what a fucking piece of garbage they are. You know, yeah. like, God damn it! Why eight of these ten pair of sneaks I got got to be Nikes? <laughs> you know, like yeah, I guess slave labor wasn't that wasn't enough. It was them make it was them yelling at Levar Le- Ball that, yeah. <laughs> that 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 was, that was a step too too far. Um, they said he's like the worst thing to happen to basketball in a hundred years. 
And he was like, well, where would we have been? Number one, where would we have been able to play 100 years ago? Let's talk about that, you fucking asshole. (laughs) But that's just, like, so hyperbolic. Like, just because he didn't sign with you and you mad, and probably more mad that he didn't, if he didn't went with Adidas or some other brand, uh, Under Armour or something, they're mad because of what the, the template he just set. Like, you ain't got to fucking be beholden to these fucking giant conglomerates and all these fucking people. You can be independent yeah. and make just as much money or a decent amount and cut them the yeah. fuck out. That's what yeah. Nike's mad and, about. And you got to think about that. Like, like, we put together, you know, merchandise for our show making, you know, being middle-class people. So somebody gives you a $20 million a year contract. That's funny. You know, oh, so, you know, the uh, teach is on. But, you know, somebody gives you $15 million a year, you can probably find a way to flip that into, you know, a pretty substantial uh, side business as it were, you know, so – well, yeah, I mean, they, they, they want to be cut in, but, like, everybody ain't LeBron. You know what I mean? Like, there's – and they say, like, merchandising or endorsement contracts from these sneaker companies, like, I think they said the last big ones were maybe Kevin Durant and, of course, like, uh, you know, James Harden and uh, somebody else, they got these deals – their second deals were really big because, like, Adidas had money to throw at them. But, uh, yeah, you know, there, there aren't this wild amount of money in getting your shoe deal, so why not own it all if you can? And yeah, Nike, like, yeah, Nike, yeah. I mean, I, I get as a corporation why you wouldn't, why you see ahead, like, damn it, there's all these college kids and high school kids coming up. That's all exactly what just happened. And now they're going to be less inclined to go with, you know, with the master. Yep. Try to do shit on them. So. All right. Uh, okay. I think that's how I got to respond. Okay. Question mark. Uh, Ian from Tennessee, he says, today's live cast is a perfect example. He said this, I am, of why I can't subscribe to the torch anymore <laughs> I know he's your friend and you probably don't care like I okay I don't, I don't even know what you what happened you want to put some context to that what, the heck? what? <laughs> what? oh let's see maybe uh... question like what uh oh what happened Oh shit! Did something pass today legislatively with the ride share? Because somebody in the in the ride Austin drivers group posted, "Ugh, sad day." Just hope the people of Austin remember who was there for them. Uh-oh. So it was Uber and Lyft back in back in the city. Matter of fact, on my phone, okay. let me see if my <laughs> see if my Uber shit is activated or. Sad day. (laughs) 
next here. Ah, oh, they needed me to update my shit. I ain't been on this Uber app in forever. They did a profile photo. Let's uh, talk to somebody else. See what's happening in the chat room. Uh, SmackDown's rating dropped big time in a week, leading to a pay-per-view with 2.175 million viewers. Uh, Orton's title run has been a disaster. The biggest story: no more Golden Truth. <laughs> Fucking jobber. Uh, one more thing. Um, I'm the only, wait, I'm one of the few who actually saw Cena's The Wall over the weekend. It was an above-average, tense thriller, but mostly Aaron Taylor Johnson as the lead versus the sniper. Cena's unconscious during most of it. Wait, he's the guy that's in the, (laughs) that's Cena? Wow. Oh, snap. Ah, oh, man, Cena's in the wall, he's in fucking Ragnarok. I wonder if he's just laying around in that. All right. Let's, uh, let's go to, let's go out to Phoenix and talk to uh, Brian, 25, 26-year pro wrestling towards the IP subscriber. Uh, Brian, what's happening? What up? Hey, Travis, hey, Cam, I hope you, I hope you both have a real good night. Yeah, thank hey, you. Hey, you do. Appreciate that. Um, I'll, I'll only have a couple points, Travis. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm going to be unable to send an email to exclusive VIP portion of the East Coast cast. Um, but I have a couple things we can talk about right now, and I'll let you get some other callers on. Um, first of all, going with the Election Coast cast, um, just talking about it with um, Willis. You know, Hillary Clinton got to be kicking herself, thinking, like, if I would have done, you know, this or that right or wouldn't have done this or that wrong, I'd be the president right now. Because they showed on 60 Minutes, they showed a, uh, they had a segment where there was a um, guy who lived in Indiana, owned a restaurant, doing really well, illegal alien. He was trying to process everything right to get become a citizen. He went in for his, like, annual check-in to make sure everything's good. They arrested yep. him and deported him back to Mexico. Tossed his ass to Mexico. His, yeah, and his neighbors were irate because he's such a he's a good, honest person. He's not like one of them. But yeah. and, then and all, they all, all voted for Trump. Talking, oh yeah, and they all voted for Trump. Yeah, but he they were like, I didn't know you. He said it was they use. He's a good hombre. <laughs> Trump said he's only going to get the bad hombres out. He's a good hombre. Like, he's your friend. How about <laughs> you know? Damn. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so, am I supposed to feel sorry for these fucking people? What I said, uh, I said it the other day. I, I, I said it. I think at Sunday. I don't think I said it on air on the fan by fan or anything. But I think the whole plan globally was to elevate a bunch of white nationalists, fucking bigot, fucking racist, homophobic, sexist, fuck faces, right? Holocaust deniers, all of them. Elevate all of them in these in these uh, elections all over the Western world. So it's like that Patrice O'Neill bit you ever hear when he talked about gas being four dollars 
four dollars this summer '08. He's like, so the whole time they're fucking you with no fucking grease, no Vaseline, and then finally when they put a little back there and drop gas to two fifty, two seventy five, you're like, oh, that's so much better. But you're still being penetrated. You know, like, you just happy they threw some fucking lube back there, and they're just not fucking you raw dog no more, or just dry backing you. And the whole, I think that's basically what we got, because five of the six major Western elections all featured some kind of white nationalist, you know, uh, uh, you know, super right-wing fucking asshole. In America, since we went first, you know, that guy won here. And we were supposed to be satisfied with the neoliberal, corporate fucking friendly bankster fucking capitulating Hillary Clinton and everybody else. I mean, we're celebrating the French election over the, the election of this fucking, you know, this neoliberal, corporatist, globalist fucking bankster, you know, guy. Because, oh, at least it wasn't a fucking, you know, generational not French Nazi. And it happened all over. Everybody nominated. Everybody, they all got some kind of banker-friendly person in. And and I'm like, I swear, if that if that if that wasn't their plan, it fucking worked out great for for that side. Because in any other election, we're like, fuck this, you know, corporatist, banker-friendly, blah blah blah, Wall Street, get out of the pockets of Wall Street. But like, oh, you 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 don't want to burn Jews at the stake? You you're okay with? Uh, you know this set of brown people. Okay, that's that's fine. You're you're okay. So I think that happened on some level at least. Yep. Um, so um, sticking with wrestling, go back to wrestling. Um, so Jinder Mahal, I guess from what uh, Wade Keller says, that he was born in Canada, or his well, I guess yeah, he was born in Canada. But to me, that's kind of a. Uh, a moot point, I mean, because you could be born anywhere, but if your parents, you know, still honor their tradition from where they grew up at, you know, the way Wayne makes it sound like he says in the back, but he says it like backhanded, like, okay, he's saying all the same, but he's from Canada. And, you know, it's like, you know, how your parents decide to raise you. They raise you like a Indian, but they happen to just live in Canada, that's where you're born at. To me, to me, it's not such a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I guess not. I mean, I don't... Yeah. I don't think it's a big deal. I think, but but when it's a when it becomes a big deal is when, like, if he was really good at this character that he's playing, and if this character was in any way like resonating or, you know, like if there was any substance to it other than hey I'm brown and you don't like it, then I, I think you draw less attention to the things you might think take away from that, like. Like basically, his character is nothing, and it would be more interesting him being Canadian. Like that's a that's a layer to this whole thing that might add some substance to the character. But right now, he's the brown guy who feels persecuted for being brown and has brown henchmen, and happens to be going up against the babyface who's brown by choice, not by ethnicity, who nobody's into. Like. I agree with you, Brown, that it shouldn't be defined by, like, like basically, people shouldn't be calling him a fake nigga, because that's kind of what I think you're saying, but he's not good at being a real one right now, so it's just, I don't know, I, I think 
um, Wade and other people are looking for ways to make gender interesting or to feel drawn into the story that he's telling. And right now he's just an average wrestler who's facing another wrestler who chooses to be average in the main event of a pay-per-view. Um, so, you know, we're kind of here, but, like, I would be way more interesting hearing about this, you know, uh, Indian if he's Indian, but this, um, you know, brown, Muslim, Canadian wrestler and, and telling that story as opposed to just putting a rap on his head, putting him with these two other Indian guys and having him be, his character be, you guys hate me because I'm different. Right. A couple more things I got. Um, first of all, um, the drifter uh, going drumming or strumming through a segment again to me is still just the greatest thing. But I was kind of disappointed that he didn't show up in England. Which you know, why would he drift to England? It's the one thing. But if he would have showed up, to me that just would have been hilarious. But he's fun. He, he really is, and I get a kick out of him just being in the background as well. Wait, who's this? I think I missed the whoever we're talking about. The Drifter. Oh, why he didn't show up in England? Okay. Is he yeah. getting over with you guys? Is he starting to slowly but surely, like, uh, you know, get over? <laughs> well, to me, it's saying, you know, what, of course, once we, he gets back in the ring, let's see how it all plays out. But, not, you know, what, did he, what, what was the mask thing that he did a couple weeks ago in, in NXT? <laughs> El Vagabundo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, El Vagabundo. <laughs> oh, so good. So we'll see what happens when he hits the ring. Um, a couple other things. So um, Raw is doing uh, – I'm sorry, Raw and SmackDown are both coming to Phoenix uh, July 3rd and 4th. So they're doing a back-to-back uh, – or you know, back-to-back taping or two-day tapings here in Phoenix. So, of course, I'm going, but I'm not going, unfortunately. Because um, my cousin is getting married in Las Vegas on the third of July, and um, and then so you know I'll drive back here to Phoenix on the fourth. So I'm gonna to- I'm gonna miss um, both Raw and SmackDown. Well, I, you know, technically I guess I could probably go to SmackDown and get back early. I'm gonna miss Raw and SmackDown, so I'm a little a little bit upset about that. I'm not sure if you gentlemen can hear this on TV or not. And when I, the last uh, WWE. How, not winning the house show, I'm sorry. The last WWE event that came here was Elimination Chamber. However, two weeks ago, you know that um, NXT was here with a house show. So I'm not yeah. sure if you can hear this on TV or not, but now I start to notice it when I, when I heard it uh, at the NXT house show where when the ref counts to two and everybody in the back, everybody will say sweet. Like, everybody will say sweet. And I, didn't, I haven't really noticed that on TV until I heard it at the NXT house show. And the people around me were laughing about it, and everybody started doing it, of course. But if you listen on TV, like, you'll hear in the background when people will say, you know, too sweet. And when, when the rest is too, they'll say sweet. So, like, the end of What's it from? I don't get it. From the, you know, it's so like when the NWO is like, NWO is too sweet. Like that. Oh, come on, people. I just want to be a part of the show so bad. <laughs> I paid my money. Why shouldn't I be a part of the show? Right. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh-huh. Go to, won't you run onto a fucking football field and tell them that. Pay my uh, money? Can I do, 
Can I do it naked? Should you be able to come on here and intercept the ball? Can I do it naked, this guy? Well, huh? I can do it in my romp. My, I can do it in my romp him too. By the way, either make it or romp him. Romp him yeah, can we? Other. I just Hell looked yeah. at this. My man Ron says, "Come to 61st Street in a romper." I dare you. I double dare you. Like this idea that, it, it, like, the, where people just draw these lines of. It's like, come on! It's a fucking now. It's a clothing thing. Like. I kind of want to get one just to fucking piss people off. Like, just show up at their fucking events and a romper. Like, yeah, like matching and all pastel and shit. Like, uh, yeah, it's just too much. It's too much. So, um, I'll let you gentlemen go. You get one, I assume, right, Brian? Um, well, yes, uh, I work in Scottsdale. I, um... Live in the West Coast. Anyway, I'm pretty sure I'm, there's a store in Scottsdale selling them right now, so I need to start looking around for one. But I don't like hey, wearing man, shorts, shorts, shorts. I mean, they need, at least need to come to my close to my knees. And those romp hems don't look like they come that short, so or come that go that long. So, not you gotta let me. them thighs out, man. When the sky's out, you gotta let your thighs yeah, out. Yeah, man. Ooh. Nobody say nothing about like dicky onesies or car hat car hat onesies. <laughs> But they bad because it's just short. It's shorts. Gotta let them things breathe, man. Damn, they let them breathe, huh? So uh, again, I hope anyway. you both have a real good night. What I would like you to discuss, and I'll um, hang on and listen, is that so? Of course, NXT Chicago is um, coming up. This actually, um, um, I will. I'll try to. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna be able to watch the UK tournament live, but I'll try to catch it sometime Saturday afternoon. But Saturday evening is NXT Chicago. And we have a Tommy versus Brute for the NXT Championship. So for you, Cam and Trav, what I would like you to talk about is who do you? I'm not sure if you talked about already. I should say, but who do you expect to win? And if the and if one or the other, which one would you expect to see first up in the uh, up on the main roster between a Tommy and Brute? And which one again? Which one would you? Uh, which one do you think is going to win that match? I'll hang on and listen, Jim, yeah. and I hope you again both have a real good night. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Um. Well. I don't see either. Uh, Tommy's going to have to, you know, not get hurt for a long time before they think they think about putting him on the main roster in any kind of real serious capacity. I think. So just based on that, I'd say I'd say Rude had a better shot of being first on, on the main roster, and I also think Rude's going to retain. I don't think they're done with the Rude. yeah. Yeah, it I would seem really it would seem soon. Yeah, you know, it's like we haven't even gotten a chance to we haven't even really gotten a chance to ever get to know a day or Tommy just because he's been hurt. Yeah. So I don't want him to win the title now. It's like now let's get to know me. Like nah, that's not. How this <laughs> but they've done a good job of making me want to see the match. You know. I assume Rude will win in some kind of, you know, shenanigans kind of way. Some, even if it's just an eye poker and an opportune time or something like that. But yeah, he'll find a way to sneak it out. Um, mm-hmm. No, I think that you know the way that NXT works is like one of those guys is going to come up because um, you know they don't you don't really go back down too much in NXT. When you're 
you know, up there in the title picture. And you can't – I don't really see Tatami just getting one title match. Um, oh, shit, didn't somebody tell us that uh, they saw a tweet of – it was some uh, female artist saying that she was working on a new theme for uh, – was it for Gargano? So, mm. like, maybe they're finally getting that deal feud. Uh, check with Shahida Rich. I think one of them said it. Uh, or maybe it might have been Callie in the group, somebody. But, yeah, that's that's happening. No, 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 I'm sorry. This was in hell, so you didn't see it. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm already tweeted about working on a new theme for, uh, for Gargano. So maybe they're splitting up and, you know, whoever comes out of that feud jumps up to the main event. Um, but, yeah, typically you don't go back down in NXT, so maybe we get a few months of Tommy and Rude. Um, you know, one of them loses out and get bumped up from there. Uh, <laughs> Joe is, uh, <laughs> this nigga Trav Lord said three-quarter chub. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but the big one, uh, 13 minutes ago, Darrell, and we're going to get him on in a bit, uh, Darrell said the Justice Department just named a special counsel uh, in the Russia investigation. So I thought, what's his face? Stein had to do it, the new FBI director. But, hey, however it got to get done. Yep. Get it how you live, however that might be. Rachel about to come on. Let's see if she got something to say. Top of her show. Come on. Oh, it's... Congress uh, logo on the back of the T-shirt. Yeah, I can't tell from the website. Okay, so the ones with the F, the double F emblem on the front, don't they have the uh, South Congress on the back? Yeah, that's the, uh, but that's not the Emerald City one because the Emerald City one is green and yellow. Um, The emblem, yeah, the one you're talking about, the uh, still the uh, the X Men one. Yeah, that's South Congress podcast on the back on the uh, 
But I thought the Emerald City cool. one was just the fan by fan in green. Yeah, Emerald City one is yeah, just the symbol on the front. Oh. It's just on the front. So there's nothing oh. on the back. No, there's nothing on the back of that one. No. Okay. See, I so, think he's saying if there was something um, on the back, he'd, he'd grab one, but since there's none. I'm saying Mark is, like, really picking these apart. He's like, yo. <laughs> I mean, I'm wondering what, at myself, like, well, why isn't there, uh, you know, why they got you know, treated to Emerald it's City one company. different? Why? Because they got, they got canceled and they're not coming back for a season two? So yeah, that's, that's what it is. It's so personal. <laughs> no, it's a different, it's a different company. So, it's, um, oh, right, right, right. The, uh, yeah, with the symbol on the chest. Um, and then the uh, the ones on the back that was the uh, the Teespring uh, promotion that we did. So there are only look, look make it sound like stupid. There are only eleven of those in the world. So yeah, it was like a ten order, and somebody bought an extra one. So yeah. Okay, so I got to buy mine tonight, I guess. All right, that's cool. Um. Just real quick, um, you know, going back to wrestling, um, you know, so my first question is, uh, do you guys think that uh, Nakamura is going to squash Ziggler in the match, or do you think it's going to be a competitive thing and they're going to do like a two out of three um, or some kind of feud? Yeah, I I think – I think it'll it'll be a competitive match that Nakamura will win convincingly. Yeah, it's not going to be any kind of three minute squash, but it's not going to be this eighteen minute back and forth knockout drag out. It'll be an eight to twelve minute, um, you know, match where where Nakamura dominates sixty five thirty five and and win. A condensed version of the, the Zane Nakamura match, I think, but something along those lines. One from his debut match in NXT last year. Yeah, okay. I think something mm. close to that. But but like I said, a condensed version. They're not going to get they're not going to get that kind of time and focus um, because there's you know so many matches on the card. Even though it's a bit of a even though it's a three hour show, like I said, they're not going to give them. Yeah, quite quite that much time. Well, what is on this show? I mean, you got the women's six man, you've got mm-hmm. Orton gender, you've got yep. is there a tag match? Tag title match. I think it's a tag title match, right? Yeah, right, right. The uh, cops versus uh, the fashion guys versus the Usos. You got AJ. I love it. <laughs> you got AJ uh, <laughs> Owens, uh, and that's four matches. Huh? So maybe well, one maybe it's only a two hour show. No, it's three hours. Isn't that crazy? Like a five match show is going to be a a whole three hours. So they have room to put put somebody on that. Mm-hmm. They always talk. They already talking about. Oh kids. yeah, uh, Corbin. The, uh, uh, well, Corbin Zane is having. Yeah. Corbin Zane has five. I mean, we'll probably get a tag team match. You know, all fourteen tag teams they have. Um, you know. The the good old American Alpha uh, fraction everybody out match. American Alpha ain't even been on TV. Ugh. So disappointing. So very disappointing. 
But yeah, I mean, like, I, I think you're right, though. Like, it's going to be uh, a match that Nakamura dominates, and Dolph's going to, you know, hit the first triple backflip off of a high knee and talk about <laughs> how he stole the show, you know, that night after the match on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, good. And everybody must point out that he lost. Yeah, anybody will say he lost, and, you know, just say when the losses don't matter, and I'll say, you know, ask your, ask your paycheck. Because, um, you know, Randy told me that you get that title and you get paid and headlock. Headlock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Asshole. That was, that was, you know what? That that was my next question. Is uh, yeah. where where is your opinion on it? on on the Twitter right with Randy? Well, it was I, interesting. I think he kind of answered it. Well, he you know what? But he did that like the whole you know the Indies are like all these flips and all these crazy moves and you know I do this and it's not much I get paid, which is which is okay. Like. I think Ricochet probably had the best response, and he continues to be, mm-hmm. like, just a class act. Like, we're going to find out, like, he has, like, killed a bunch of fifth graders and, like, buried them under his house <laughs> or something one day. But <laughs> he continues to be a class act. And he's like, you know, like, I appreciate all different types of wrestling. That's what's good about wrestling. Like, yeah. one of the not, – not a complaint about Randy Orton specifically, but a very real criticism of Randy Orton, especially during the legacy time, was that – you know, you have all these wrestlers with these swimmer bodies who, you know, look athletic but don't look like they can fight. And, you know, the style is all pretty similar, even though it's crisp. And, like, he's celebrating the fact that his his mediocrity is appreciated. Like, as somebody who spent years, like, studying certain aspects of our culture and about certain people getting a leg up, like, if I were, and I'm not Randy Orton, so my head doesn't work like Randy Orton's, um, but I'm aware that this is a person who doesn't have a lot of foresight. Like, if I'm a guy who, you know, was dishonorably discharged from the military and sat in somebody's bag and has ragged on my coworkers in public, and I think if they said one wellness test maybe... Yeah, and and has gotten, you know, and, and talked about how, you know, people kneeling for the flag, like, I don't understand what that is. Like, I at least have the decency decency to not shit on people who do my job different than me. Like, it's literally the most interesting thing he's done in years. And at yep. the same time, it's going to make you dislike what he does in the ring and on camera that much more. Because, mm-hmm. like, he's – Randy Orton is the definition of white privilege. Like, he is. He literally got to do the thing that people who swear Colin Kaepernick is a terrible person. Like, Randy Orton did the worst thing that those people think he could do. And it's public knowledge that he did it, but he is a great look and is athletic. And so all these terrible things he's done – have been looked over, and if anything, he's been rewarded for it over time. Like, I understand people liking him, and I understand there are people who can separate their wrestling from real life. I, I, I just, I was at that point, like in these last couple of weeks, where I'm like, damn, I've been hard on Randy Orton, and as somebody who should talk about these things objectively because I have a platform, maybe I've been wrong. 
Fuck no, I ain't been wrong. Randy Orton ain't shit and continues to prove it. Um, and this is just the latest thing in a long line of not being shit. And it's not like he's not going to be shit and then he's going to put on a five-star match on Sunday, so I'm going to have to eat my words. Oh, he's going to do the bare minimum that he can at his job and be rewarded. Yep. For it. And, uh, yeah, it, it's it's hard for me to not be a dickhead about it because – he just gives me so much ammunition to be a dickhead about. That's how I feel. <laughs> now, what about the flip side of the reaction? <clears throat> and I don't mean individual oh, reactions mean like, now like ricochet. Huh? Like, what you mean, like now y'all got a problem with Randy Orton? Now right. This is, uh, like, now the, like yeah, all this, all this stuff he's done in his career in the last 10, 15 years – and specifically the last year, mm-hmm. now, you know, because he talks about flippy dudes and stuff, now y'all got an issue. Yeah. yeah. And it ties into what you said. I, like, I, you did the thing. You did the, the, the terrible, you know, thing that you, you can't do. It's 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 hypocritical. It's, con- it's uh, contradic- contradictory. In, in a lot of ways, it, it's a different yeah. vein, but it's sort of like that USAA commercial with that mixed race couple, the black guy and the white woman, and their muddled children running around the yard, and they're talking about USAA health insurance and life insurance and blah blah blah. Where's the outrage like it was with Cheerios commercial or yeah. that uh, all the other ones? Because it's the military. Like no, 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 I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. Well, we can't speak out against I'm that. Not gonna, can't, That's we what can't. we can't do. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, he's just, if if anybody was going to be a world champion in Trump's America, it should be Randy Orton. Because it's not that Randy Orton doesn't have qualities about him that stand out. It's that even with those, he's, he's able to, he's able to use the, the physical aspects of, of who he is to operate in a space that people who are at this point in time more qualified to do it aren't able to. Like he has a leeway. Like imagine, imagine if Titus O'Neil, my man, came out and flat out said, I think we need to question, not even like anything bad. Like I think we really need to take a hard look at policing in this country. Like, he just said that. Do you know how fast Titus O'Neill would probably be out the door or in the doghouse? Or you know what his fucking mentions would look like from normal wrestling fans? But he can't get away with that. Like, he doesn't have that yeah. clout. And and I'm not using Titus O'Neill to say Titus O'Neill is Randy Orton's equal, because Titus O'Neill, great a person as he is, can't touch Randy Orton in the ring as, as regular as Randy Orton is. But... Kofi Kingston couldn't get away with that shit. And and you can argue athletically he's better. You know, it's oh, Yeah, you'd be right. I'm I'm just Yeah. It it's hard to be a fan of that guy when it doesn't seem like he has an appreciation for, you know, the business around him. Like not for the business, not for the people, not for the fans. Um, he's just, he's super tone deaf and self-important 
and like like I can't pretend like this is somebody I root for to be successful because his success has been predicated on taking the easy path for damn near 10 years. And on top of that easy path, he's giving everybody else bumps in the road by running his fucking mouth. So, yeah. I was going to write an article. That was going to be my thing this week. But it was overdone, and the point was made a bunch of times that, you know, I I didn't need to write 800 words about fuck that guy and his, you know, everything he stands for. Yep. But almost did. Anything else for us, Mark? Uh, Yeah, just one last thing. Um, You know, there was a lot of talk um, in the last couple weeks about, you know, giving matches away on TV versus saving them for a pay-per-view. You know, Seth Rollins versus Samoa Joe being an example. Um, You know, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, You know, should they save those kind of matches for a pay-per-view, given that I think it's a a less audience on the pay-per-view tip uh, or... Uh, network access, or should they should they do these types of things going forward? Um, you know, putting a, a match on TV to try to boost a rating. What are your thoughts on that? Man, it's been going on for you know since Nitro debuted, mm-hmm. and it's hard to put that genie back in that bottle. Um, yeah, Joe. At least the first Joe. Uh, Joe uh, match was at uh, Joe Seth match was at uh, pay per view. Yeah, and I'd say the only thing like it's unique to me this month month and a half mark because these top guys are going to be in uh, that fatal five way match. So like for right now, them facing each other, I can accept that on a storyline level as feeling each other out, scouting one another. Um, you know, trying to get the upper hand leading into that. But right now, I'm I'm perfectly good with it. It makes sense at this stage, giving away those matches since they'll all be in there together. Mm-hmm. That's that's interesting because uh, you know I heard um, Bruce and Wade kind of complaining about you know they gave away the match and you know this should be saved for a pay per view and and whatnot. And I'm kind of aligned with uh, what you guys are saying is, you know, it's 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 no harm or foul at this point. I mean, there is. I mean, you, you can, like, cause do damage if you're, you know. I mean, imagine if they give away, you know, Braun versus Brock on Raw like that. We'd all be like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I yeah, to your point, Travis, I think there's a time and place, right? And uh, you know, Samoa Joe and Seth I think was time and place. Uh it was fine. I certainly wouldn't argue if they made the argument that that match should have been you know, bigger deal on Raw. Wasn't mm-hmm. even the main event. Yeah, I'd agree with that. 
All right. I'll let you guys go at that. And, uh, you know, thank you so much for taking my call. All right. Man. Well, man, good to talk to you as always. Yeah. Have a good week. You do the same. Yeah. One, two, check one, two. Yo. Yep, all right, sounded all right. Little little grimy, but much better. All right, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. How you doing, um, Lamar Bryant and Cameron Ball? Man. Okay. Why I gotta be a son? That's what I want to do. Doing all right, man. I'm about to turn my back on you. (laughs) Some things you said to me on Twitter, I heard what you said. Now I ain't going to use the time of day. <laughs> yeah, I know y'all y'all doing the market up like um, the balls <laughs> with the gear. So, Right? Why ain't my T-shirt? Yo, I don't care what y'all price everything else. My T-shirt needs to be $100. <laughs> Gotta do it. Hey, Craig, send that shit back or send me another 80 bucks. What is up? Uh, yeah, man. Was just watching CNN a few minutes ago. Uh, had to turn from it for a little bit. Turn on NXT, but uh, our country boy, crazy. Hey, I can't watch CNN. <clears throat> yeah, you know it's more of a staple around these parts since it's in this red clay state. Oh, in Atlanta, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. But, yeah, they just, yeah, they're just, uh, they're just hacks. They just, they just yell. They don't, the goal isn't to get anything done. It's like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, this guy said that, that guy said that. Who knows which one is right? Yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I was listening to y'all talking about um, Randy, that that scumball, a scumbag, however you want to say it. There he is. Uh, uh, well, we're, um, I just want to know, even though some of the stuff he said when it comes to um, telling the story in the ring was kind of right, but uh, yeah, he's not like all the way wrong. Yeah, but still, you know, it it is what it is. I've really been off of him for a long time, for a long time right now. But um, want to hear more? Yeah, the initial tweet. The initial tweet wasn't like. <clears throat> terrible. I mean, you know, flippy do spot, no sell, fight forever chant, go home and tweet about how grateful you are to the opponent and to the promotion. I mean, yeah, that's fucking stupid. 
I guys complain about that. But yeah. But he was just a scumbag with it. I mean, just the whole tone and everything. He was just a piece of shit. Yeah, how, how you say things definitely counts, and your track record counts, you know, with your tone, and he's just being shit forever and a day. So, you know, I, you're right, not entirely wrong, but, but damn it, sometimes the messenger can really ruin a message. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I just, I just um think um <laughs> it's kind of hard to say because you know people who are, um coming up on that. I was waiting on the people to tell him to um stick uh stick to the storyline, stick stick to the script that's on that he be showing on television and stop speaking on other stuff that had nothing to do with him. That's like what now I'm thinking about something. Now something's important. You're still waiting. Yeah. Because that's kind of, it would have been fitting and appropriate. Like, man, if you don't just stick to that, if you don't fucking concentrate on Jinder Mahal, (laughs) you know, but then it's like you find out, like, okay. Huh? I said, that's what they tell all any of. Let Roman would have wrote something like that or tweeted something like that. They would told him, uh, stick to your character and all of that. It was an uproar, going crazy, <laughs> going wild, and stuff like that. But, oh, Randy said they're only mad because he's talking about people doing flips and dives. And yeah, he's sticking but to he's, the storyline. He's, like, he, he's also not taking into account the company he works for that's currently, like, riding the backs of all those guys who's currently, like, yeah. like allowing, like, Luke Harper's a fucking world to do dives and shit on the outside. Like, he's not wrong, or at least that original tweet wasn't, like, totally, like, just just wrong. It's just he got to take it that extra step and be a fuckboy with it. Yeah. Fuckboy with it. Like, only he can. Like, only he yeah, can, you know? but... But he uh, he mentioned all the other stuff, uh, like with the Black Lives Matter and all of that, and the kneeling. No fans say nothing about that. Nobody say nothing. They speak up or getting the up wrong. But he talk about people flipping and doing all this, which really a bunch of it's a nonsense argument because each wrestling because people defend what they like. People like indie indie style and all that stuff. People don't like black people. Like, not to be, like, a I mean, fucking asshole about it, but, like, they just don't, yeah. they don't care. Like, you see it all the time. I mean, just how, you know, just in 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 media, in everything, you know. I mean, you, you got your classic, you got your classic, you know, oh, the white people at Katrina, they were uh, foraging for, for, for food to survive, mm-hmm. you know. But the black folks, they were stealing. They were looting. They were taking advantage of a of a of a situation. They ain't hungry. They just busting windows, just you know. <laughs> In Iowa, same week, three three uh, white guys get bust, breaking and entering. They put their graduate high school or graduation pictures in the 
in the pic in the paper across town. Like three days later, like four or five black dudes group get busted. Same shit breaking in the houses. They put their mug shots up. So I mean, it's like clear what they think of you, you know. So when you oh, go yeah. a step further and go, well, why is one thing getting defended and one thing isn't? Because they don't give a fuck about black lives. That's the whole point. That's why you got to say that shit. Yep. Oh, yeah. The that's, reason that's it's a why. damn slogan in the first place. People don't give a fuck. Whatever. That's why I, I, sometimes I say about the fandom as a whole, it's kind of crazy and wild. And <laughs> they know to get crazy because even like this, um, you hear people talking about Michael Cole announcing they they talk about him to a certain way that he's more of a shield and he and he just follow the script. But you let somebody talk about somebody like Booker T um, announcing instead of him nah, Booker T's garbage. That, you know he go. I know he Booker know T's garbage, garbage and he can't say words right. <laughs> but, so but, I mean that but, ain't nothing to do with him being black. It's him that, not being able to say words right. I'm saying not being being back, but you know, you don't got a question. It's more a question of his intelligence and stuff like that. Because he, he does, he comes off like as an idiot. Like, How are you going to be like, oh, that guy's smart when he comes off as a dumbass? Like, how you not, have a guy in the not, ring admit or go, oh, I'm the one who, who when, when Dean Ambrose was like, Mick Foley gave me Kurt Angle's number, and then at the end of the segment, Booker T goes, I'm the one that gave him the number. Like, he, but the guy in the ring just said, like I'm supposed to be like, oh, that guy's intelligent. Sorry, fucking dumbass. Like he proves it, you know, <laughs> when you say things that, to to confirm people's thoughts. It's like, oh well. And that might be, and that might be the um the next mayor of Houston. <laughs> I'm saying, right? Yeah, I might I mean, might move and vote. I have to be smart to be fucking politics. We that's well. proven. Not a truth being told today. <laughs> True. But um going back into wrestling all the way, um, especially Monday night, um, just looking at it, I might be probably the one the only um uh, in a small few that think that Seth Rollins should go back being healed. I always said from the beginning when he came back from the injury, he should have stayed healed and doubled down because I know people um, say that his babyface run so far, especially recently, starting to get a, uh, a uptick of getting a little better. But last night he came out to almost not too not a pop at all, or not no enthusiasm yeah. behind him, no reaction, and it's been that way for a while. Even though yeah, he might get better at promos for a babyface, but I still feel like that's not his character. Like. He he's a better heel because if you probably turn him up to ten, he annoying, he whiny, and that's who he is. So you know, and he felt more comfortable as a, a, a heel than a face. I feel like he should go back heel, and maybe even Roman should go heel, and or maybe even put the shield back together because if you think about it, where they wanted all three of these guys to be. And you look at them right now, they're not where none of them where they wanted none of them to be. Hmm. You don't think so? If you look at it right now. No. Because, look, you hear fans 
um, today and we'll talk about Dean Ambrose, even though he wrestled every show he made, every show he wrestled more than anybody in the WWE. And talk about how um, Lackadaisal, uh, whatever the comments Stone Cold used to, against him, and they let Stone Cold train their thoughts and not having a thought of their own and watch and see what he's doing and see that he's wrestling every show, never hurt, making every city. But they calling him like he like he don't try hard, like he not going or doing his you know going at the top speed when this guy wrestled more than anybody. Hmm. That's why I, I say uh, that's an, uh, another reason why when people say um, stuff on social media, say people um, ideas of the story, but they'll let somebody who's like Stone Cold, even though I know he's great in the game, but he knows nothing about what's going on in the storyline. He's just telling through his um his analysis, just like any regular person that have analysis on it. He just have a platform, and they change. He he makes people change their whole idea of what they're trying to tell them on the TV. And everybody overlooks the facts. Somebody like Dean Ambrose wrestles every day. And, and because of that fact, Dean is where they want him to be. And you can you can give a little bit of the blame to Stone Cold in that Stone Cold interview and stuff he said afterwards. Yeah, I don't know if I'm blaming Austin. I mean, Austin's saying what he, you know, we see. You know, it's, even as a Dean Ambrose fan, you can't really, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I get why people say that interview was wacky as shit and it was like, that was not Dean at his best. No. But, you know, whatever, six months later, since that interview, <clears throat> yeah, he was champion last summer, more than six months later, almost a year later, it seems. Uh-huh. Eight months, whatever. And they still um, down on him on his title run. They still down on him on his title run, his WWE title run. Saying it was who's crazy. Who's, who's, on? who's talking about that? So, um, they still were saying, uh, I, with you, with Dolph Ziggler, they were saying how, until they amped it up at the end, they were saying it was it was kind of down. And, you know, that's why when AJ did get in the title race, people was cramming, even though they want AJ to win the title, but they even more wanted it off Dean because it was like he wasn't doing nothing with the title. It's not a Randy Orton type of whack title run, but it wasn't something that was super hot at the time. He was... And every, every time people um, talk about it, they'll um, go back to the uh, comments from people taken from the Stone Cold podcast. And they still use that to this day, a year later. That's why I say it kind of affects how, how people see him and how he's perceived, and that's why he's not at the level that they want him at. And Roman's not as over as a babyface as they want him to be. And Seth is so not where he should be, where he left off at when he was a heel. So you might keep all three together or do something different. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting to say that, but he's also right now, you know, the top champion on Raw. So if I was him, like, I like my positioning because, you know, Brock isn't isn't a full-time guy. It's funny, like, I definitely see, like, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins being a tag team, like a two-man power trip team, 
would be really, really interesting. But at this point, I think Dean's best served still being on his own because his character is so different from what it is they're doing. And he's second tier technically, but he's the top of that second tier and owns it too. And yeah, but now with the Fatal Five winning the title on scene, might get the top title again. Just all they had to do when they did this Fatal Five way, they shifted the focus back and made you know the Universal title the main title because you got five of the um, top guys right now aiming for that title, so it really. Drop that back down as the second tier title, and that's probably going to make yeah, them I mean, that pay per view. I think still, like for all the weeks that he's not there, though, it's still going to serve that purpose. Uh, all the weeks that Brock's not there. Yeah, true. And I think Brock should lose the title at Great Balls of Fire. Fire, and really? um, if reports, yes, if reports um going off. Like how they said what Melissa said, they're thinking about Finn Balor. I think you can do two, either two things. You can turn him, you can turn him in, turn Brock face uh, as a face by rejoining the Balor Club or Bullet Club and having them take him out. Or the other way is you can have Braun Strowman cost um, Brock the title. You know, and wow. if he can come back, if it's the four to eight weeks. Have him cost Brock the title by destroying him, and that'll take Brock away from the titles or race um, from the title scene because he'll be chasing Braun. And then maybe you can do a battle versus Reigns throughout the summer and let them settle the beef since they both got one win against each other, and Balor will have the title, and he still didn't beat Balor with the demon paint on. And I think when Balor faced him on that Monday, he had the demon paint on. Because that, that, no, that part of his gimmick is still protected. Did he? No, no, no. Because he had the four-way earlier in the match, then the two four-ways <clears throat> that Roman won his and Balor won his. I don't think that was a uh, demon knight. He's only broken that out for I thought it was. I thought, I thought it was because they did bring it out on the Monday night uh, Raw, and people were like, they 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 showing it on okay. the Raw. Yeah, yeah, that 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 sounds familiar. But did they do it for that four way? I don't know. I'm not hmm. sure, but that's what I thought. But still, that de- the demon character itself is still a protected character. They rarely let that lose. So even if he did lose to Roman, I love the match between him and Roman. But you know, a one arm Roman faced the regular Finn Balor. Because the real Finn Balor, is, when it comes down to it, when it's time to get serious, it's the guy in the demon paint until you beat that guy. Okay. Oh, shit, Braun so. was in that match? Strowman was in that four-way? That's why I think Brock should lose that great balls of fire because I I know people were saying that he might add, having him with the title add something to it. But really, out of sight, out of mind, in most people's eyes, especially in today's time, when you out of sight, you out of mind. 
So Undertaker. it don't add nothing to the, to the title. Being off TV and being away and having people talking to something that's not there. No idea what I'm watching right now. So that's an idea of mine. I don't know what y'all think about it, uh, what y'all would think. Uh, do you think in the screen moves, do we pull out yeah. the thing? Don't make up for Finn. Watching Raw, but you see her little face in the in the box, and she's just reacting and talking shit, and she looks like a total mark. But I want to see. Uh, oh, it's only two minutes long, so it's the finishing sequence. I want to. I want to see her reaction. But like I said, no makeup for Finn and. And this one. Oh, no, here we go. Setting up for the spear. He's looking at it. He knows it's coming. Look at Finn. He's looking at it. He knows it's coming. She hype. He watches the product. He knows. He watches the product. YouTube reactors. YouTube reactors. No. Oh, he's climbing up high, guys. Go, big round. Just want to hear if y'all think he uh, introduced the title. Uh, not the title, but um, the paint at Extreme Rules. Do they let him come out with that? And I hope whoever wrote, uh, wrote uh, Cam <laughs> on the poll don't think that I want to sleep with Ballard because I brought this um, situation up. <laughs> Look, I do well. Yeah, that was crazy. Only only if he's going to win the match. Oh, I'm hedging. I know. But, yeah. If he's winning, yes, he'll come out in the paint. If not, he'll come out in you know, regular guy, super, super great detail. Guy. But does he even have a match? Is he at, at the pay per view? Still like three right. weeks away. Right. He's in the Bible. Oh, okay. In the title Bible. Yeah. And if you do win it, what do y'all think about the two scenarios uh, with the Brock situation? Either turning Finn heel, reforming the balance yeah, club, or let Braun Strowman come out there and destroy Brock and allow Finn to pick up the win that way. I know that's a wonky type of finish. But yeah, it's kind of cheap. Just to bring the title um, back. See, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't like either one because I'm not in any kind of rush to get the title off of, off of Brock. Like, whatever, he won. Yeah. his ass out there and 
you know, fine. Uh, but definitely not the first one. Not reforming the Ballard Club and having them go heel, or forming the Ballard Club and having them go heel. Nah, I'm I'm good. So if I had to pick out of those two, I guess the second one. But I'm not thrilled about mm-hmm. that one either. So. Cool man. Appreciate the call as always. Have a nice night. Terrell from Georgia, everybody. We got uh, 239 up next. 239. Oops. See where this guy's from. Southwest Florida. Lee and Collier counties. Small parts of Hendry and Charlotte. Some. Charlotte counties, Everglades. Uh-oh. We get a gator hunter want to call on the line, maybe? Everglades? Uh, Everglades, uh, who's this? What up? This is Carlos from Florida. Well, Carlos Caesar from hey, Twitter. Hey, How you guys doing? What's up, man? Finally. Yeah, man, finally after weeks and months, I finally get the chance to talk to you guys. How you guys doing? Doing all right. Yeah, last time, what, you your call, your call dropped there or something you said. I yeah, I didn't realize I had to press one to get on the line, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. yeah you don't have to. Yeah. It's just, I mean, you show up. It's just you put a little thing next to you when you hit one to, oh. to indicate. So I could bring you on, like eight four five, who who always hangs out on the line and never puts their oh, hand okay. up. Like I've brought, I've bogarted yeah, him yeah. onto the line once or twice. He just didn't say anything, but that just uh, indicates. <laughs> are you in the Everglades? How how close are you to to that area? Um, I'm in Fort Myers, Florida. The okay. Glades is probably probably fifty miles away, in the center part. I did I'm not know. I'm sorry. I, I did not know that 95 percent of the Everglades has been drained. Like the part that you did, <laughs> that's the last five percent. Yeah, more or less. That's ridiculous. They're to, yeah, <laughs> they're trying to preserve it as much. Yeah. Whoa, shit! It's the last five yeah. percent. I would think they would. Yeah. They, they would. Yeah. <laughs> Lay people yeah. are, are are interesting interesting folk. Uh, yeah, yeah their kidding. whole life is really <laughs> really based on the glades. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. So yeah. So what's on your mind? What's happening? Couple of couple of thoughts on isn't it ironic about Randy Orton that he's bashing indie wrestlers and there's Terry Funk, God bless his soul, sixty plus years old. Doing flips and 400 seat gymnasiums, the Santeri Funk from the yeah, Funk I family saw his that made. Or, yeah, I yeah. saw his tweet or whatever. I mean, I guess <laughs> I don't agree. I don't. I don't. Again, a lot of the what Randy said in that in that response or co-signed in that from that tweet was right. Uh, or, or yeah, a lot of it. A lot of it's subjective, so there is no right or wrong because it's like one art form versus another. Like, not every movie yeah. is a is a popcorn movie that's going to make a you know five hundred million dollars. And you know, it's, some are 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 labors of love, and 
you know, the budget was $5 million, and they made they, – they got a lot out of whatever. Everything's not, you know, Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy. Nor would you want yeah, but he, to be Guardians. Yeah, but this is a guy who's rolled the coattails of so many other guys and mailed in, who smells in so many matches, got the nerve. But, you know, that's yeah. – uh, it's the person it's the, like Cam brought it up. It's the the messenger. Like it's it's one of the yeah. reasons. like the stuff I've I've talked about and yell about in the last however. I mean some t- it doesn't resonate with people because I'm a loud mouth and they're just not gonna yeah. you know, like I'm just a big mouth, know it all and I'm just not the person that's gonna get them to go Oh, let me think rethink about the whatever. I mean Whatever the damn topic is, I'm, I'm you know into a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, that's just somehow that's sometimes going to be the case, you know. Like I'm not going to listen to somebody tell me about medicine or health and stuff if they're a fucking fat fuck. Even if they can show me a degree <laughs> and they're a nutritionist and they're this, and I'm like, well, fuck you. You're fucking sweating grease. Like I don't I don't want to hear what your your health tips and stuff. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I mean, again, if if there was a if it was a different person saying it in a different tone, the internet it, on, as a as a whole would have less of a problem with it, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the discussion wouldn't be what an asshole, blah blah blah, because it would be more <laughs> about let's talk about the topic that he's talking about and not the the person. And the, and, and the irony, you know, another irony is if Triple H had it his way, he would get all these guys who he's shaming on. He wants all these guys eventually to come to the WWE, I would think, right? I mean, he's, I mean, I would assume so. It's, you know. Maybe not all of them. It's, not, maybe not all of them, but, you know, you know. But he also knows no one's yeah. going to. Let's right. just say, just pick Ricochet because he's very good and had a something to say about yeah. something decent to say about the topic. He Ricochet right. Ricochet is not going to not sign because Randy Orton said those mean things. You know, Indie Star right. X or developing up and comer Y isn't going to you know not sign because Orton was a scumbag on Twitter. Right. So, I mean, you know, Triple H, might, it just might be a little, and it's not even a big deal PR-wise. It's a big deal within wrestling Twitter. That's it. Right. I, I believe, I don't, going anybody back to else Balor, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe when Balor wore the demon paint was the go-home before SummerSlam, he wore the paint on a promo against um, Seth Rollins. He wore the paint and Gave him the sling blade. I think that's what. I think that's when he wore the face paint. Okay. And people were like, "Wow, he wore the paint on a right." Home, and then he won. It, then he wore it again that Sunday and won. Yeah, so, yeah. I believe that's when. He but he didn't do. I don't think he did the whole intro entrance on Raw. Did no. He? No. Yeah, yeah, no. I think he just showed up wearing it, and you know, they were standing face to face, and people were like, "Wow, look how short Finn." Finn is compared to Seth, and 
you know, Wade, Wade was going nuts. I can't believe he's wearing the face paint. And the, you know, now nah, Wade gets <laughs> <laughs> but which which leads to my next question. Well, since Braun is injured, who's the next man up to step up to be the number one heel in the company now? Is it gonna be Bray Wyatt? Is it gonna be eh, they'll try. I mean, that, that's the most likely. I mean he's been in two It looks like he's Bray, yeah. Yeah, two I you think know. he main evented the last two Raws yeah. and uh, why he had to make yeah. Joe? Had they had to make Joe look like like Joe is the last guy that would, should get caught with something like that. Joe is the guy that when you think, jump off the top rope, he yeah. coolly walks yeah. away and lets you crash and burn, yep. and then looks at you like I'm supposed to, I'm stupid enough to get caught with that. Come on now. Yeah. So for him to get, you know, caught with the, with the get Abigail, it's just like ah, that was. <laughs> Yeah, I think all Joe is a mechanic at this point. Just get him over, oh. Joe, and don't try to injure yeah. anybody else now. <laughs> Wait, now? Yeah. Or anybody else? Who are you talking about? Yeah. TJ Perk? Yeah. Uh, TJ yeah. whatever? Hart? No, no, no. You know what I mean. The, oh, okay. Which, which leads to my, my next question. A lot of people assume Reigns is going to win this five-way. No, he's not. They're not going to pair up Reigns and Lesnar this soon. Not this when soon, yeah. Not at a guy great, great ball right. of fire. Fuck no. Right. Not when, not when we already know, which I'll lead to my next question is, you know, spoilers. We already know they're going to main event in next year's WrestleMania. I mean, that's already been yeah. out there, which leads my question to you guys, spoilers. How do you? Where do you guys stand about that stuff? You know, the well, that's not a spoiler. That's the. I mean, it is. You know, but that's a wrestling journalist getting a scoop. Right. And right. no, 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 no. I think that was a more of a scoop that Dave had. Like this well, you is know, the working. But you know, yeah, yeah. This is the plan for next yeah. week or, or for next year. You know, it yeah. leaked or I got access yeah. to it and I'm reporting on it. That's that's yeah. that's you I'm know. Gonna, I won't. I won't call it spoilers, but like, where you guys stand with that? You know, the Meltzers of the world, Brian Alvarez's. We get the predetermined. Well, I, mean, I got a job because of one uh, of those guys. So I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I got you. I, I got you. Yeah, yeah. That's a don't. Yeah. I, I, I just don't understand. Like, you wouldn't say that about anything else. You wouldn't like. You fucking like Mel Kiper and Adam Schefter. Those guys that they do the same thing. Yeah. They give you heads yeah. up on who's getting traded, who got in a fight in the locker room, who did this, who did that, who's going to do this, who's going to do that. Yeah. Eh, no different yeah. except for it ain't scripted and and or that's right. not scripted. You know, I, Hollywood and, Reporter. Right. Like, what do you think all that shit's about? I can't say, right. Like wins and losses do matter to me because I like, you know, seeing certain guys get more time than others. I like the culmination of stories when, when guys go from, you know, a win to a title. Um, but, you know, the thing that keeps me interested and one of the reasons I do this, like the inner workings and, and politics of it all are probably, you know, what drives me as much as the actual quality of a match. So, you know, guys like that, me knowing how the machine works, um, 
is really what kind of sources. So yeah, so knowing yeah. that and being able to pair that with the stuff that I see on TV, like I really appreciate what they do because um, like it gives yeah. me that added perspective. Yeah, like, I, can you imagine if you found? If, yeah. Just imagine if you found Melter's or Powell's or Wade's phone, and like with all like, like are they? Oh, I wonder yeah. if they're like fucking like code names. So if that happens, it's not like oh Titus <laughs> O'Neil, like you know under O, like you know right. something like you know Evan Fields. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like you know, you find their phone and you're just fucking calling up uh, wrestlers all night. <laughs> hey, Roman, you suck. <laughs> Click. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, well, one of y'all about to say something. Go ahead. No, you got it. No, I mean, I, I, for me, I just, I just hope, just tell a good story. If you have it all planned out. Just book, just give us well booked, solid matches, and I'm good. Like I don't care. Like I'm not. I don't care about that stuff. I mean, it doesn't bother me. You know what I mean? Just give me a good well, show. Well, we're still talking I'm about good. like the, the sheets and the spoilers kind of aspect. Those are two different. Right. Yeah. Two different things. Yeah. Like yes, good promotion. Give me a good story. Tell a good story. Book a good product. But right. the stuff that. Leaks or that Melter and the Kellers and the Pals of the world put together and either just figure out from yeah. just because common sense, or they get a heads up from a wrestler promote or 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 right. or, or, or agent or shit the the, the the building a lot of stuff Batista's right. Batista's return got spoiled because the damn building uh, uh put it out. I still contend that whole run goes much differently if his music hits at the Rumble and you never knew. Right. If it's a little actual shock instead of him showing up on Raw the three weeks beforehand, hugging Triple H, hugging Stephanie in them stupid-ass skinny jeans. Like, none of that was supposed (laughs) to happen. You know, Blue Tista, all the chance. You know that none yeah. of that was a. Well, who knows if that? Who knows if that would have happened? But um, everything else beforehand, like none of that was was, was going to happen. So well, when The Rock yeah. was in tweets out, I'm in Philly for the day of the Royal Rumble, and then The Rock shows up in the ring with with Roman Reigns. Anyway. Oh, that oh, one, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's like, what did I get myself in? Early. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Darrell, Darrell I'm going to say, to me, it makes no sense making Roman Reigns a heel. So if you make, if you make Roman a heel, who are you going to pair him against? He's still going to boom. Yeah. What baby face, what baby face now are you going to pair him against? There may be one baby face. John Cena? They may cheer him? Yeah. Who are you going to put him against? Wait, why now? do you. I mean, uh, Seth? No, I mean. Uh, Finn? You think they'll cheer? You think they'll cheer him if, if, if he turns heel? 
No. I see. <laughs> I think they'd boo him like they're supposed to. Right. Right. If he went out there and was a douchebag heel and you know talked about you know just just healing it up, being a scumbag, talking about he's going to bang your girlfriend and all, you know, just right. what I how I see him as a heel. I think he's going to get booed. Right. And if, especially right. if he's in there against guys like Seth and Finn and. Uh, yeah, there are plenty of guys he can go up against. I mean, if they have a beat the if they have a beat the piss out of Brock Lesnar one one time on Raw, you know. Well, uh, they got a long way to go fixing that character. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, they do. I just want to say I just want to say one more thing to you guys. You guys yeah. give me four to five, six hours of great entertainment week in and week out. I just want to oh, 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 number I, to you guys. I, I, yeah. This show. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, with with the East Coast cast and the fight, the fan by fan show. You guys uh-huh. just put in great work, man. And I just got number love for you guys. And I just thank you for. Give me the time to call, and I won't be a stranger. And just you know, keep up hey, the man, great work, guys. Hey, we really appreciate that. Appreciate you for listening and you know downloading and all that. So yeah, all right, yeah. We, we, we do you know, rocking with us for, for a long, long time, and we do appreciate it. Yeah. All right, guys. Most stuff. All right, man. fellas. Take. All right. Um. See one 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 one. Maybe that's Kirk, uh, uh, Craig, but they don't have his hand up. So, oh, and he just hung up. Elijah Burke got a title match against Batista. When was this? Woo! That's how that ended. Mm-hmm. What are you just on YouTube or something? No, nah, I'm on the I'm on the network on the TV. Oh, <laughs> just watching him randomly uh, Batista bomb people. Goodness, Elijah Burke, you didn't deserve that. Braids going everywhere. Like I swore he had next. Like I swore he had next when he was in ECW. I was like, he's got Man, where the fuck is Sylvester Turkey? No, you got to blame Elijah Burke for that. (sighs) Damn it. Oh shit, the man bear. <laughs> what a time. We're smacked down. Wow. Um anyway, we got somebody on the line from uh either northwest Indiana or Chicago, but they don't they don't have their hand up, so and I don't wanna uh you know, if you wanna get on, we've gotta press one. Uh, two one nine. Otherwise, I'm going to go ahead and end this here show. So the countdown is on. Uh, you know what I wanted to do? I haven't done it in a very long time. Let's play the damn outro music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that uh, that does it here for us for. Uh, 
Um, I'm I'm not quite sure. Rich said he was going to be available to do a VIP, but I'm pretty. Oh shit! You know what? Joe Moore had a question. Hold on, let me stop that. Say what? Joe said what now? He said Carlos asked his question, so he was good. Oh, a recent report from the Observer said as of right now, the plan is still for Lesnar to walk into WrestleMania 34 as Universal Champion, but for Reigns to walk out as champion, mine is a question that's been asked various ways on many torch platforms over the past few years, but in light of the Observer report, I feel it may constitute a decent talking point. When that still doesn't get Reigns over, what does Vince do? Well, a little twist to it. He's saying, yeah, so even after he beats Lesnar next year at WrestleMania 34, and he's still not, not over, then what does Vince do? I guess we can answer that for him. <laughs> What's he do then, Cam? Does he then turn him heel? Give it another year. More Nation at 35. <laughs> and Vince is like, shit, I'm not getting any younger, but I'm also not getting older because I'm old. Just be a oh, here. shit, that was, uh, Junior said he was on the line. See, I assume that was still, uh, that was still Willis. Junior, is that you? Yeah, what's up, man? What the fuck, man? What's up, man? What the fuck, yeah. that bad ass motherfucker, What do you do? <laughs> yeah, what's up? I mean, what the you fuck, know, man? You yeah, I know, right? That's what I'm saying. I ain't, I ain't hear nothing about this till, like, I called. So what, what the fuck are you saying? What, what's the what's the main uh, thing that somebody was on up? Twitter? Somebody on Twitter wrote. Let me find it. It's easy to find. They wrote. It's isn't it like sad how all oops all indie wrestling matches. I'm stalling until I get the thing pulled up. Okay, here it is, right here. Okay. Uh, oh, that's the very funk one. Oh, my Sorry God. to they the indie marks. The nigga, oh, that's, they better get that nigga off the bar. Good night. They, this ain't going to... Mm, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Trap. My bad. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Hello? Wait, where the hell? Yeah, no, no. I'm here. I'm still trying to... F- I guess it wasn't in this group. Basically, he said all indie matches start with, you know, lock up... Uh, flippy do spot, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, ch- 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 stiff shot that hurts like hell and looks like shit. Fight forever chant, twenty super kicks, uh, roll up finish, <laughs> handshake hug. Everybody gets their arm, everybody gets their hand raised. Guy goes home, puts on Twitter and re- talks about how they respect and love the promoter and their opponent. Uh, and that, that you should book these guys. And then Randy Orton basically retweeted that and was like, this. And then after he took a bunch of shit. So originally, though, uh, 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 um, Junior, he was just retweeting somebody. Okay. So then Uh-oh. he wrote, so after oh, he took Lord. a bunch of heat for that, he actually mm. wrote, sorry to the indie marks, indie guys, and old-timers who do dives that took offense. <clears throat> Excuse me. Having, have, just having oh, a shit. good time over a few Did drinks in Denmark. Did he say old-timers that do dives? He's talking about Terry Funk. 
<laughs> yeah, that's why Terry Funk put out that uh, the tweet he did. Look, he oh. said he said having a few drinks in Denmark, closing the SmackDown Live tour while beating Raw and making over five million dollars in the last eleven shows. Now oh. I noticed some that that doesn't equate to standing room only crowd of 150 people of 150 <laughs> people paying eight dollars at an armory somewhere. But in the big boy world, that's called putting asses in seats. So enjoy your flips. So enjoy your flips, dives, and twenty super kicks per match. To each their own. I'll go dive back into my thirteenth title run and get ready to flip when my bank statement comes in this month. Dot 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 dot. Headlock. I think that was a part of the response. His mentions was full of. Motherfucker, all you do is sit in the ring and grab a headlock or grab a chin lock and do oh, it. So. <laughs> that is great. I read it says, fuck all you bitches. <laughs> That's fucked up, though. I mean, he's a dickhead. Y'all know, but y'all been knew he was a dickhead a long time ago. Oh, so I mean, Tommy he... Dreamer's the one who oh, posted it. It's a picture of. It's a picture of Terry Funk doing an acai moonsault uh, uh, in ECW, and it says, an old out-of-shape vet doing a dive in a bingo hall in front of about 800 fans. When someone does that, it's called passion. Oh, God. Tommy, just go home and eat a burger. You know what? All hey. of them should kiss my ass. Nah, I'm I'm saying to you, all, all of them, because they all self-righteous in their own little fucked-up way. You know what I mean? Like, for real. All of them did cruddy shit to somebody at one time or another. I don't give a fuck what none of them say. I don't wear Anytime they always say this is the best guy in the business, that's when I'll be wary. I'll be like, nigga, I don't believe you. You know what I'm saying? Because I know you done fucked somebody over, you know, at some point because that's just the way that business works. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to have to step on somebody's toes at, at some point in time if you want to get something. It's just, that's just the way that shit makes. So it's like... um. I I really don't expect Randy Orton to be nothing but what he says because what other he's never done it any other way. That's all the fuck he know. Now I'm not saying that's an excuse. I don't excuse him. I think that's great. He sounds very ignorant. You know what I'm saying? He sounds very self righteous. But at the end of the day, that's what I expect from him. What other way did he know? You know what I'm saying? He never had to climb his way to the top. And yeah, of course. He knows he knows that he's saying shit that other people are gonna be looking at him fucked up in the locker room. He don't care. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's right. Like, I okay. mean when the locker room half the locker room is full of those guys that came from those right. places. He knows that. And, and, and that's I think something Tommy, to be like ashamed of. Like when did, Right. When did, but I think he's hating too. He's hating too, Trav. I think he's hating too. I think I think he's kinda of hating a little bit in his own kind of way. And I think also oh, yeah. you know, like he see the writing on the wall too. Your fat ass wanted to do something, man. For the last, no, nah, I'm, I'm calling him that, man. You know what I'm saying? Now he's like, he's fat, but and you wrestle like you're a fat motherfucker. He do. He wrestle like a fat dude now. <laughs> and he ain't fat. Tell me I'm lying. He wrestle like he like he 270. And you ain't 270? Ooh. Fuck, so lazy, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, Brock was moving quicker than him, and he was like way bigger. You know, at his, you know, this prime, he's way bigger. Like, come on, dude. Like, get your lazy ass, man. Do something, man. That's that's what makes me mad because you know what really gets me mad about Randy Orton? Because I know he can be a beat when he really want to be a beat. 
I've seen it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, but you've seen too much of the other stuff. That's the problem, man. And then, and then him saying that comment that he's saying, man, it just bring home, you know, what I already know. That's why he know his time is short. That's why he's talking all that shit, man. Because he, he know what he know what's about to happen. I mean, I don't know if they're going to give Jenna Mahal the belt or not, but I think in some ways I think they kind of should. You know what I'm saying? Especially if they want to promote India and they want to get India on, like, to another level with that shit like they claim they do. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it would hurt them. If you can put the title, we can name a thousand people. You'd be like, okay, if they can put the title on them, you can put the title on this motherfucker for for, for 10 seconds, and they going to kill you. Let Shifts can kick his head off real quick, and let's get this thing rolling. You know what I'm saying? Stop bullshit. You know what I mean? Because I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing Russell Dolph Ziggler already, and I ain't seen it yet. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I am because I'm done with Dolph Ziggler. I don't even know who this dude is. And yeah. I don't. What, what, who is he? Can somebody tell me what or who or what is this? You know what I'm saying? Remember that movie Time Cop? Yep. That Van Damme joint? Yeah. I don't because I fell asleep the first three seconds. That's how the fuck I feel about Dolph Ziggler now. <laughs> I, I don't remember him anymore. I, I don't. I, I know of a guy that I thought I once liked named Dolph Ziggler. I don't know who the fuck this is. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I I remember claiming in oh nine oh eight that mm-hmm. whenever Jack Swagger first showed up, I was like WrestleMania thirty three. Jack Swagger versus Dolph Ziggler made him fan. I swear that's where they, that's where those careers were going. Yeah, not quite. Mm. Not quite. One of them, one of them, he got man. I can see. I, every time I think about um, Jack Swagger, I think about him rolling rolling up a J, riding down the highway, blown like hell. Another night, I ain't do shit on TV. I just showed up and got paid. That's what else you? What else do you expect him to do but get high? What else can he do? That's what well, I'm saying. That's telling me with, with, the, with the way they – yeah, remember, he did, remember um, not Dolph Ziggler, um, Jack Swagger. Remember he got caught? Remember he got busted with the weed? Yeah, I remember the remember one that, Remember that just killed his push altogether? Yeah. That's well, it was because he got murder. caught. And, I mean, you can't be mad at him. I mean, he's not on scholarship. No, no, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at them. I'm just saying, like, just realistically, from a psychological standpoint, when you got guys that show up to work and literally you don't have nothing for them to do day, day in and day out, and they traveling and they on the road, you can't go home, huh? what do you expect somebody to do? You got to be mentally tough to be in WWE, man. You got to be, like, for real. You got to be a mentally tough person because it's like – I, I, I'm surprised. I do. Or you could just yeah. have the personality for like John Cena. He don't care. He don't have a family like of his own. Of his own, he doesn't care right. about being on the road for 250 days out of the year. Like I got nobody to go home to. It don't matter. That's the that's the, my personality. That's the, the mm. attitude. That's so. It's not. He's not necessarily mentally tough. He's just perfect for this style. This type of living. It's just like mm. it takes somebody that can't, like, if you were to put John Cena in an office, like, you know, uh, a cubicle or something, and he just went, I like, think, three weeks I in, he just, he, dab, he just up I and quit. I think he would have I think he would have I think he just, he's that type of dude. I don't, 
I think whatever situation you put him in, he just adapts to. Like, I don't. I don't even think he would fail at that. I well, you know I don't know if he'd fail. I'm just saying he'd quit because he'd go cr- like stir crazy. Like I can't sit in this dumb ass chair all day for eight hours a day. Yeah, like, he has to feel like he was accomplished. But there's some people who that's what they. Yeah, I can do damn right. I can yeah, get on this phone and call people and sell shit to them. But John Cena, could you imagine him doing cubicle work for six months? He go, whew, you got to be mentally tough to do, you know, corporate drone fucking cubicle work. Yeah, like, what? not not what not, not after not after living this life. I couldn't imagine he kill himself. I'm saying, nah, I, I I agree with you there. That's a driven dude. Different. Oh, but he is the on to more important question. Are y'all gonna get them them Lonzo balls? Fuck no, man. I'm to spend half a fucking month of rent on some stamp sneakers. Man, I want to meet, I just want to meet the first person. I ask every person I know just just to see. I want to see somebody wear them shoes. Just one time. They corny, though. I got two pairs of like the Matter of fact, um, you know what? Doing? You know what, Junior? I'm getting them. I'm getting them, and I'm getting... Some a, a, a gray and yellow romper, and that's what I'm wearing to the fucking boot party. I will find you, yo. You said not dad let me catch you with a bronco on. What the fuck? Oh, it's a fucking shirt and shorts that's together. I don't see like the big masculine like I go I all the uh, I mean women are too but I don't think I don't see why it's like that oh let me catch you in the wall bro I'm stomping you out like it's a article of clothing come on, man. man like there you, come on there you go man you've been down there too long already man come on man <laughs> what you talking about man it's, it's, it's just a, man you man let me find out man you, you like to wear Cam Newton dress let me find out hey I mean you, you know at, man. one man's skirt is another man's kilt Oh, my Lord, man, look, on this note, <laughs> oh, my God, Trav, come on, man, you hurt my heart. Okay. I don't, I don't believe you said that. <laughs> you don't believe the most, probably one of the most open-minded people that you know isn't yeah. fucking yelling at guys for wanting to wear a fucking <laughs> pants <laughs> short shirt connected set? You better, man, you better be lighting their ass up on the daily. I'm waiting for, you know, because the, the hottest day, that's actually today was pretty hot up here today. But, you know, like Memorial Day weekend, you already know, they're they going to come out that weekend. I bet you I'm going to see all type of rompers, all type <laughs> of... You're gonna, you know, Junior going to have a romper and some phone posits. And like, like, I'll be The phone posits, yes. The romper, hell to the no. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting me like every color fucking romper. I'm getting a romper for every day of the week. <laughs> Can you imagine that shit, I'm going to see if I can wear them at work. Man, kill me. Like I said, man, just take me out the game. So you only showing, like, only me, like, no cap? Oh, come on, man. Here we go. <laughs> you already know. They didn't, they didn't did a great job of feminizing us. They didn't did a real good job <laughs> of injecting that into us. You know what I'm saying? We got to, man, we got to break the cycle. Enough of this oh, there's, there's no... Cycle. That's not a thing. Excuse me. I said there's no cycle. That that's not a thing. What's not a thing? Were they feminizing the white man in the '80s when hair metal was a thing? When every well, every rock and roll guy was wearing eyeliner and lipstick. 
I I don't want to. I don't know if you want me to, to go down that road with you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right? But, I, I, would I you have considered that? I mean, would you have considered that feminizing the white to, man? To say that to say that I don't care would be a short. I don't give a damn what they do. They can do whatever the hell they want. That doesn't matter to me. I'm talking about me and mine. And I know that that ain't, you know, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-mm. I understand the slavery. They had that breaking the buck thing and all that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of that come from that. But, uh, you know, some things, man, we got to get past that, man. We we in, we in die straight at this point. Every time I cut on Facebook, man. You know so what I'm saying? The global it's, population is trying to get... Trying to uh, trying to get rid of us, population control. You already know that. You know they're trying to get rid of us. Ain't no question about it. They 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 not even hiding it no more. Not that they were hiding it before, but they're really making it known now. You know what I'm saying? Like this this is you know what I mean? Yeah, this is it for us, man. This time for us is like we at the point where we need to like really start coming together like for real. And I don't mean talking about just saying that shit. I mean talking about really doing it. Because they yeah they trying to exterminate us. I, you you got to know that. I mean, and I'm not. And this out to anybody that's listening. Look, don't take it personal, man. Because I can go down the list. Don't let me start naming names and people walking and they still walking, trash. They slaughtering our younger than walking, free, going home and getting paid, and then coming out and releasing the tape later and saying you finding out that, that the whole thing was a lie. You know what I'm saying? They letting you know what it is. So yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's why like I don't, like I don't care what they do. Like for real, I, I don't care. I do not care. Y'all can they can do whatever they man climb your rock, skydive, do that X game shit, whatever y'all wanna do. This is y'all king. Do it. <laughs> do it. Live it up. Live it up. While you still have time. Live it up. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> all right, man. That's all good, I got to say about that. But I love y'all, man. We'll see y'all next week. I'm going to call back next week. We're going to get it in. Bet. All right, man. Sounds good. I, I had to ask. I went there. And, you know, yeah, you did. It's absolutely worth it. Um. Ah, just, yeah. I don't care what they do. Okay, well, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, that, uh, yeah, that does it. Again, or as I was saying earlier, I don't. Uh, it might be a VIP. Um, Rich is active in the group chat, so maybe he's not exhausted from living it up in Disney World for the last couple of days. So we'll see. Um, but stay tuned. Uh, but we'll definitely be back here next week. Uh, same time, same channel. So uh, get at us then. And uh, until then, uh, Cam, it's uh, it's been fun. Always, always. Take care, man. <laughs>